Hello everyone! Welcome to the beginning of the stream featuring your host, Bo Bobo. Huh? Oh, hi! Hi everybody! How's it going? Hope you're all having a great weekend. I'm not really the host. Brad's just making it up! No, we agreed. Um, <laughs> welcome to Table Stories Dying Order. Um, some Several of us are a little under the weather, a little sick. Um, <laughs> and, uh, one of those people isn't Dispiaric, so she's in charge of everything today. She is running a one-shot. Ah! <laughs> Bobo, Adventures of Bo Bobo, uh, pissing up a wall for two weeks. Yeah, but, yeah I was gonna say, <laughs> we start with him pissing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Uh, welcome back, those of you that, uh, went to TwitchCon, or were just not here last week. How, how was your adventures in TwitchCon land? Or sleeping? Have a good I didn't week. Sleep. You didn't sleep. But it was good. No. That's why it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons I think that I feel. Yeah, I think sick. we've worked out what's wrong with you. You're just tired. <laughs> you haven't slept for two weeks. Yeah. So, but it was fun. I got to meet Pocket, which was really cool. Yeah, I saw that yeah. picture. Yeah, it was cute. Like a picture. Yeah. Uh -huh. Do I... that weird thing where you like run up to each other and you're like, oh my god, or were you just not aware? No. We were like casually standing near each other, then we like met eye contact and we're like, Oh <laughs> I know you. No Wait, don't you have horns? We were yeah. like Oh my like ten feet away the whole time. Yeah. So I was getting coffee. I think you got a coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just I was like, I, it was sat Sunday too, where I feel like I had reached my drowned rat phase and I was like, I wish I was more sprightly that day, but it was really nice to actually the hell is a drowned rat phase. <laughs> just when you're tired and like your energy i don't know I just when, a, when a rat day three of die. twitchcon yeah <laughs> where you're like oh hi <laughs> that's yeah. all the energy you have yeah i felt great sunday because i didn't go to the party i was just like i'm tired and i went to bed um now i'm getting old whatever and then i went super hard sunday for some reason and stayed out till like 3 a.m and drank way too much and then had to get on a plane the next day and i'm like that was a bad idea and now i feel like poop yeah everyone's sick um yeah. i have no reason to be sick i don't know why i'm sick when oh. i went to, i went to like the cinema last week i'm like yeah that was probably i went outside that's all that happened how are you sick pb what did you do uh i don't know actually um i don't know i don't have a good excuse lies then you're not sick I'm okay charged now all right. Nocturne spin-off episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How you doing, Disby? You under there somewhere? Yep. <laughs> doing, doing good. You're oh fine. God, You're in tip-top health. Tip-top health. You should, um, should make you do something that the rest of us can't do, like jumping jacks or something. Oh, oh, oh boy. Backflips. Yeah. Do a backflip. I, I used to know a kid that we used to make do backflips for Haribo. <laughs> You know when you were a kid and you don't realize that it's awful 
but we used to just make it. He was, <laughs> he would just, we, he was like, we were kids, but he was a younger kid. And he would show up and he'd be like, ah, it's that kid who can do backflips. And he always wanted candy. So we would give him candy and he'd do a backflip. And then years later on, I spoke to him and we were older, but still like teenagers or whatever. And he was like, oh man, every time I do a backflip, it feels like my legs are splintering because it really hurts to do it on like hard ground where we were making do it. We'd like do a backflip and it felt like his shins were breaking. Oh God. Yeah. And we used to make him do it all the time. We'd be like, do oh, it. Yeah. You know, like the peer pressure of being in school is like seven older boys being like, do a backflip for candy. And then he would do it. And then I, I have a story about this. Oh God, you were the kid. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, okay. I didn't no. know. I was actually, I was like, um, I was very, what is it, nimble as a kid. And uh, I, I was doing backflips off the monkey bars. So like five, ten feet off the ground, whatever it was. And I was landing every time except one. Oh, God. <laughs> Where I landed on my butt. But this arm was completely backwards. And I landed almost flat on the ground. And this Ooh. arm was like up, but backwards. And uh, I couldn't move it. So I stood up and it was limp and I had to like grab it and carry it. I went to the, the teacher and I was like, yeah, I think I did something to my arm. And they made me sit inside in the principal's office all day. I felt completely nauseous and all that. Didn't call my mom or anything. Oh my God. And, uh, yeah, she had to take me to the hospital. And you know those breaks where the bone goes out? Oh God. It was, it was the same, but it went in. Yeah. Where the hell did you mom, go to school? Just, like a camp yeah, tracker Jesus. prisoner of war camp? Like, what the yeah. fuck is this? Close. <laughs> I went to Catholic school, so. <laughs> oh, they're just like, yeah, God will heal you. Um, uh, you'll be no, fine. No, they didn't say that. They're like, you get you get hurt all the time. I'm sure this is nothing. And then my mom <gasps> went there, like, the next day and started screaming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Jesus. That's so bad. Yeah. That it was is like wild. that horrifying. I'm sorry. And I learned not to do backflips ever again. Well, no, you just need to be better at them. <laughs> or not do them off monkey bars. Yeah, or do them better, you know. Or do them better off monkey bars, you're right. I blame Dang you it. entirely. <laughs> I'm going to go try one now. <laughs> We're still waiting on Disbeats. Come on. <laughs> the my, my, you promised one. My back! I'm sick all of a sudden. Um... Yeah, no, I can't do any backflips or anything like that. I've had a bum knee since I was 14. I just don't... I don't walk around or nothing. Sit in this chair. I have a cane. I so badly want one. <laughs> yeah, I well, see you get it cane. out of the woods. Don't get fucking buy it off Amazon. As or soon as I see, like, my first grey hair, I'm getting, like, a cane. I can get one now. I can justify walking around with, like, a walking cane, you know. And you can hit kids with it and pretend to be old. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what my Twitch stream is, really. It's just me attacking children, like, eh, why aren't you normal? <laughs> Get out of my chat. Um, talking of chat, how you doing, chat? Chat's watching live. Um, this Hello. is uh, this is a non-interactive stream. Simulacrum is uh, is over, and that experiment will never happen again. Um, because, why? It was so good. Oh, it was. The ending was amazing. Terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. intense. Yeah, it was pretty intense, but the ending was really, really good. So we have a, a whole um, ten-episode Numenera campaign on the YouTube channel. If you want to go and watch something else, you can uh, you can check that out. It had an interactive element with the uh, chat as well. If you watch the playlist on 
Twitch, um, then you can see what's going on with that. This, I would never let the chat get involved with. Um, kidding. NPC submissions are open, right? Yes. PB? Yes. You're... I did it. Yes, I did it. I did it. You're I did my... it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're my yes, table story representative now. You're the one I go to for official table story things because I don't yes. know. Did you download? I forgot to remind you. Did you download the wizardry, witchcraft, and wizardry teaser? You didn't, did you? For today? Cool. This will be my fault somehow. <laughs> if you send it to me in a downloadable form, I'll play it on the break. I promise. It's um, in our Google Drive, but okay. I'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me that. Send me that. Oh my God, Brad. <laughs> Uh, we run a professional business over here. Listen, everyone's sick, all right? And Wax Steven, no one knows what happened to him, that guy. No one knows what happened to him. We haven't seen him for three days. Um, <laughs> Simulacrum in his <laughs> He's still he in there. Like, partied by himself. He's still in there. Um, no, this is uh, this is Dying Order, so we're going to play some D&D. &D. If, um, yes. if you saw last week's episode, it was a sort of... Um, wipe sideways we had like a flash sideways to the inquisition um which was a sort of one shot or at least the beginning of what is essentially like a b campaign we've got like two kind of campaigns running alongside each other same general cast and crew um however um yeah last week we did a um an inquisition episode but we're going back to the main gang here the main crew back in dustvale so it's been two weeks i'll give you a little catch up a little catch up with your burgers. Um, you all ended up in the desert of Dustvale um, on the uh, on the lookout for spiders. You are in a race with a thing called Symbol, which is a sort of avatar that the gods have, have pitted you against in a race. You essentially have to hit four of the seven gates of um, power around the world. Um, you chose to go to the one that was in the desert first. You landed. You went the wrong way. Um, the thing that you're racing against went the other way. Eventually, you ran into a sandwalker, which is a sort of a dude that you can usually people pay to um, escort them uh, along or around the desert. There are certain like there are like heritage sites and like um, religious places in Dustvale that people like to go to but they're outside of the city limits or uh, inaccessible via a train or something so you can hire some of these um, sandwalkers to take you to these sites. You found one who was escorting an archaeologist to the ruins or the, the non-existent ruins of the ancient town of Thin Dune. Um, they were in a bit of trouble a spot of bother you helped them out they, uh, they in turn said that they would go with you back to the town. And they took you to New Thin Dune, which is a very small, out-of-the-way sort of town. No one goes there. You kind of showed up and it was like a little, uh, a little nothing town, basically. Most of it is built inside of these, like, mesas and rocks. Um, it's run by... I think you got the information. It's run by um, Chancellor Straven, who's a water maker. Um, there is no water in Dustvale. It's very hot, luckily. There's magic, because it's D&D. &D. So the way they make, um, or the way they get water, they don't... They, some 
areas there is like cacti and stuff, but it's not something you can live off of. Instead, they just sort of mass produce water via clerics and the make water spell. Um, you went to the uh, the bar there, the saloon. Got some whiskey. Bo decided he needed to pee. Aura was challenged to a 1v1 in the desert. <laughs> Aura accepted. And uh, you also, I think, decided that once you'd, you'd had a rest, or maybe you were going to leave at night. I can't remember what you said, whether you said you were going to leave that night or tomorrow morning. But either way, you were going to head out. Um, Marwood, the Sandwalker, said that he would accompany you for the right price. Um, I think you said you were kind of conflicted. You were discussing whether to actually go with him or not. But either way, um, you decided that there were... He told you there were two routes to your destination. One which was safer but slower, and one which was more dangerous but far quicker. I think you decided to take the quicker route, knowing that you had a very short amount of time. Also, we kind of know that you're losing the race at the moment, um, presumably. And uh, you decided to take that route. Um, so, remind me, if you were you going to go night or, or day? Because I know you wanted to take a rest. But were you going to leave that evening? Or were you going to leave the next morning? I can't remember. I think I think uh, he had said it was better to travel uh, at night. So I think that's what we had decided to do. Um, yeah. After a little bit of a rest, though. But yeah. Yeah. You sound like you're next door. Your microphone. Is that just me? What? Why? What and do you mean? Your mic sounds real bassy. Bass. It's really my. Good. It's. I'm sick. Is it you? <laughs> my voice is. Yeah, oh, it's all right. just me. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. My voice is lower because yeah. I'm sick. Sorry. I just remember once you did a thing where you changed microphones, and it did stuff. But I, I don't know if you'd done that again. I don't know. No. All right. Just me. Well, get better. Um. <laughs> <laughs> better so I don't have to listen to this bassy shit. No, I just, I thought it was something wrong. I get, I get worried that it's the thing that we use to put the show together. Zoom is just being weird. <clears throat> and because I'm in England and you lot are all in America. So I'm like, oh no, I'm on like a weird server. I'm on like a strange server that you lot are not on. Um, okay, so. We sort of begin today, I think, with the camera following Aura. Um, as you are led outside of the the saloon, um, you can see quite a few people following you, including the other members. I think were were witnessing this. Um, but the um the Sandwalker and you are ahead of the crowd. You see those kids? There's a few kids that are like rushing around in town. Um, they might have a few extra coins thanks to Bo, and um, they're kind of knocking around the town. You walk, you walk out of those double saloon doors and um, Bo and the, the dwarven archaeologist that had somewhat accompanied you and, and agreed to not go with you. He's decided to take the first train out of there because he hates this desert. Um, up, sort of peeing up against the wall. Um, and then the, uh, the, the sandwalker and Aura are heading uh, back out the way you came in, pretty much, um, but not all the way out. He points to where um, this the city's kind of circular in shape, would be the best way to describe it. It's set around a central pillar, a huge kind of pillar that's in the um, center of the town with this huge set of sandstone stairs that lead up 
and curl around it and go into it somewhat. It's all kind of haphazardly crafted, very basic masonry looking um, homes that are kind of domed and wind busted by um, the sands here. It's unrelentingly windy all the time, but it's not horrific. It's always windy here for some reason. Um, and as you step outside, you uh, are led to kind of the, the entrance way of the uh, the town of New Thindune. And as you're walking along, he he sort of nods to like what you're wearing. Um, he is a sandwalker, so he's wearing all of these wraps, um, thin wraps that are designed to deal with the heat of the desert and kind of stop a lot of the sand from just continually um, blistering his skin. And you are wearing stuff more akin to a forest, I think. Um, probably like basic traveling clothes, or thick boots. Alexandria isn't necessarily... It's kind of got a... A normal temperature. Um, it's like a... It goes through the four seasons, basically. Um, though it's a little warmer, I think. It's probably more akin to somewhere like... Um, uh, like New York or something. I'm trying to think of good American examples. Um, where it actually hits all the four seasons instead of like Texas. Which as far as I'm aware is a blistering, endless heat zone. Can confirm. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he kind of looks you up and down. And he says, um, It's time for you to learn the ways of the sands, Forest Walker. It's a whole other monster here, you know. I just stop where I, where I am and I plant my feet down and I pull my sword out and just place it on my shoulder and look at him. He uh, kind of looks the sword over and says, We will see how well you wield this thing, yes? I don't say anything. I just look at him. He pulls his own sword out and it's kind of like a it almost looks like an ornate thing. Um, it it has a pretty standard-looking hilt and handle, um, and then it. But the the actual blade itself, one side looks relatively flat and sharp, but the other side is all kind of jagged and messed up. Lunging and stabbing with this would be just ridiculous because you'd definitely get stuck with things. But it looks also like it's designed to kind of just mess stuff up. It looks like a kill sword. Um, and he pulls his sword out and swishes it around very quickly. He says, You will be slow with that, no? Sometimes you need to be deliberate more than <sighs> swinging things around. Deliberate. Very well. Okay. And a uh, small wager, perhaps. If uh, you win, I will teach you a very special move, huh? and I will accompany you to your location. Feel. And if I win, I will take you as my bride. She, my face crinkles at that. Uh, I don't want to marry you. <laughs> it's just joke. You are not my type. My face also crinkles at that. What is that supposed to mean? He says, uh, uh, perhaps if the old man was a little younger. 
Ah. Then I nod, understanding. He says, we are not all savages out here. And I, I pull the sword out and grab it with both my hands and just at the ready. He says, uh, if I win, uh, you owe me one, yes? I slowly nod. I'll owe you one. If I call upon the favor, you will do as I say. Within reason. Okay. Very well, then. Show me what you've got, Forest Walker. And he readies his blade as well. Uh, I will need initiative from you. Okay. Do you want me to select? I don't have a token, do I? You I do. Have okay. have a token. Uh, down, yeah, scroll down a little and you will see the, uh, the edge of town. You guys are kind of on the edge of town here. Um, now, I think probably the rest of the group, um, as well as quite a few of the kids and things are all like stood like over here, um, next to where the entrance is. I can, like you guys, so long as everyone can see the map, right? You should all be able to see what's going on. Um, you, you guys will be there, but you don't have tokens because you're not really in the fight. If you do some crazy things where you're like, I do this in the fight, well then let me know. And, uh, and I we'll, pop out we'll a stealth right next to not, him and stab him. Yeah, right. You're, uh, you're essentially not in the fight though. Um, as it, as it, uh, begins here. You see the two of them kind of, um, ready their weapons. Um, Marwood, I think probably, in fact, everyone who isn't Aura, give me perception checks as you look onto this, uh, into this fight here. And he readies his weapon. 21 for Suna. I cannot get him to roll. I'll just roll this. Okay. 17. He's quicker than you. Off the, off the bat. Uh, 21 from uh, Suna. 16 from Ellie and uh, Bo. Are you still pissing all the way back at the bar or are you watching this? Oh, no, I'm not zipping up my fly. I'm coming right over. Hold uh, on. Just, just, just give me a moment. Give me a perception. Okay. okay. All right, you got it. Duh. And here we go. Boom. Boom. Nine on your perception. Yeah, you probably don't see anything. You're like running over and you, you maybe catch, you the, you miss maybe the first moments of the, uh, the um, <laughs> you, um, the, the other two though, Ellie and, um, Suna, you see Marwood bring out this sword. Um, he readies it, um, and then you see his, uh, his outfit, which has the kind of, um, Every now and then you see a wave of like arcane energy wash across from some of the jewelry that he has attached to various points. Um, but you see them once quickly pulse in the same moment. Usually it seemed like they were sending pulses to each element. Um, this one, as he grabs, grips his sword, he puts, he plants his foot forward in the sand and you see him, the, the arcane kind of energy pulse once. Um, and then he moves extremely fast. I think um, Aura, like, you grip your sword. He says what he says. And then 
he's like rushing forward towards you and it's it's it, really quick not like we're not talking like he's the flash and he just vanishes and just appears like none of the fuck behind you or anything but he rushes towards you very quickly this sword brandished outwards you see like a glint of sun off of the edge of the sword before it's it's in front of your face and he is going to attack you with his uh long sword here on a 20 i'm gonna go ahead and, and assume that's a hit what is your ac ac is 18 18 yeah i think you um you sort of see the last second like the sun glint off the sword before you even see the blade and then he is like he's next to you but you can still see the 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 blade and there's just a drip of blood that comes off of it and then the pain hits you and you've got a small um flesh wound just a little cut on the the upper side of your arm and you hear him <laughs> yes let's see how fast you are then huh um and he begins to like sort of move around dancing around behind you and it's your turn uh, as soon as he does that and i feel the cut on my shoulder i instinctively just swing my blade towards him yeah give me the attack bro 14 14 is a miss you um i think you probably clash blades like he um he appears next to you whispers to you and then you're bringing your sword around and he brings his sword up too he seems to have like the upper body strength to match um your heavy thrust with the sword but his he he seems faster than he should be for his size essentially um because he's pretty big he's pretty muscular um and you'd think he would be pretty heavy um he then you see his um you probably this time notice that there's a ripple in his clothing as this arcane energy washes over him again and then once again he kind of moves quicker than he should be able to you see him kind of like rush around you and as you're like following following him around with your um sword here he brings his sword down extremely quickly he has advantage on the attack 15 against your ac 18 is my armor class he like he appears behind you this time you're ready maybe you bring up the flat of your your blade and there's just a bing as he kind of hits your sword he says uh huh, maybe there is something to having such an oversized blade huh can i use my hunter's mark on him you can because now he's aggravating me because he's just dancing around and i, I imagine the sand's just kicking around his feet yeah He's just so moving I around just, you quickly. So my sword will start to glow like this green color. And then it transfers over to him. And so there's this dancing of green light on my sword and on him. And I bring my sword up high and aim for his shoulder and bring it down. All right. Yeah. Give me the attack roll. Nine. You um you bring the thing down and then he uh he just steps sideways the, the, relatively easily. Are you you're maybe bringing the sword up and you realize as you're bringing this thing over you're like oh, I'm telegraphing this way too much. Bang! It comes down. You hit the sand and he's moving around you again. Um, this time he brandishes the long sword again. Thirteen. 
bling, you connect swords again. He says, Okay. You are too slow. You will not last a second out there by yourselves. He continues to, like, dance around you. So is he... Did he not attack? Did he just block? And so... He attacked. He missed, though. He got a 13. Okay. I'm going to take... I have my hand on the grip. I'm going to take the pummel of my sword and try to punch him in the face. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you're using the pommel of your sword? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. I guess that that would be an attack roll. All right. Just the great sword roll? Yeah. 17. 17's a hit. Um, however, it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be the great sword damage. This will be... Um, I'm going to blend the unarmed strike rules with the fact that you're using a sword that you know how to use. Um, what is your strength score? Uh, my strength score is 16. 16. So you have a plus one? Plus two? Uh, plus three. Yes. Yeah. So um, you automatically deal that damage. But since you're using the pommel of your sword, roll me a d4 as well. We'll add that to it. This is some homebrew bullshit for new new kids. Two. Two. So yeah, you just you deal five damage to him. Um, he uh, he's kind of like dancing around you, and then suddenly mm-hmm. there's like a there's there's a the pommel of the sword. Like he's expecting you to telegraph the blade, um, but you, he's not expecting you to just bring the sword up. And then it just, it cracks him in the face. He turns his head sideways and you maybe catch him on the, uh, on the, the cheek. You feel like the crunch of it, um, hitting his head, but not necessarily like you've broken his skull or anything. You just see him kind of like jump backwards. He, ah, ah dirty fighting, is it? You got sassy. <sighs> Can I add Hunter's Mark damage to that? Yes. I'll allow it. Okay. It's a D6. Okay. <clears throat> Another four. He um vanishes again in a bolt of speed. And then he's going to try and attack you with his sword once more. A ten is a miss. I think probably like he's reeling too much from the hit. And he kind of just wildly swings his sword, more in more in an effort to just sort of ensure that you don't capitalize on the fact that he's stumbling backwards a little bit. I think you'd get the the sense that he's not really trying to hit you, just keep you at bay. Um, and uh, he says, uh, uh, "I did not realize that you had to fight so dirty to win." Uh, when he says that, I take the sword i use my body force to spin around and i crouch as i do it and aim for his legs and try to take the sword around his knee level okay uh are you trying to like knock him prone yes because there are some rules the way there are some extra things you can do on an uh on an attack roll or in combat on your action um you can do a thing where you sort of try and shove someone um, and it knocks them prone. You won't deal any damage, but it will knock him prone. Um, depending on 
yeah and it, it it would probably be more useful when you're in a group but you'll get some special bullshit for this anyway so make an attack roll and he has to counter it with an acrobatics check okay 19. damn he has to roll <laughs> higher than 19 on an acrobatics check he rolled a 20. Um, <laughs> you like bring the sword round um, and you you suddenly dip this really large great sword low. He sees you come in for this um, thing and you see him like jump upwards. He spins in the air and lands like maybe two or three feet backwards. As he lands, his um, you hear this kind of like odd crunch and he says, Ah, I hate doing that. It hurts my legs. Um... And then he darts forward, I think, towards you again. 20. I assume that one's a hit. Wait, stop. Will you let me um, shield? I'm not technically in the fight, but I'm watching. Shield is a self spell. Will you let me cast it on her? No. God damn you. <laughs> um, you just, that's for some reason someone in the crowd gets a shield around them <laughs> just like a sonic bubble um <laughs> and uh yeah no there's a there's a uh suddenly he's uh he's behind you but he's not just behind you he's like way 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 behind you he's all the way over here um beside this rock now normally if he leaves your threat range you would get a free attack of opportunity but he has moved far too quickly for it he is gonna deal six slashing damage to you there's another wound that opens up um somewhere on your body and then he is like kind of sideways on this wall as if he jumped forward with this with this blade you probably didn't even see him move and he stops kind of uh somewhat standing on the edge of this mesa that's behind you and then he slides down it a little bit he kind of rubs at his face and digs his sword into the ground and says you know in some parts they call that Raja strike, you know that? Hmm. Some old warrior. Ugh. And then uh, he says, "You had enough." And I just, I pull the sword up. I like rub the wounds that I have now, and then I just grab the sword and I run at him and I scream, ah! <laughs> like I swing at him. Yeah, give me the just attack roll. Just out of pure rage. <laughs> Seventeen. 17's a hit. Okay. Nine. Nine. Damage. He, um... Didn't like that. He... I think probably you, you catch him. I think that there's a point where you cut into these threads that he's wearing. Um, and you see this kind of arcane pulse break. Um... You see that the the clothing that he's wearing kind of powers down and he jumps out of the way of your sword. It still opens this wound and then you see the blood kind of seep into some of the red clothing. There's like a deeper red that appears and he says, Ah, okay, okay, enough, enough, enough of this. And like in an, an attempt to be self-confident, have you had enough now? Well, I have like wounds on my arms and bleeding and stuff <laughs> he and looks... holding the sword up. 
He looks just kind of like annoyed that you even landed one hit, and he's like, uh, Yes, I've had enough. You win. Okay. And I put, I just put my sword away and I start grabbing my arm. I feel the blood kind of just like leaving my body and making me feel weaker. The adrenaline starting to fade. He says, um, before you go somewhere. He opens up one of the pouches and uh, flicks you what looks like a little tiny gem. Blue gem, like a sapphire. What's this for? He says, eat it. I look at him and weigh the options and I just pop it into my mouth. Yeah. He says, um, okay, now watch me very carefully, okay? You, for a moment, probably don't feel anything. And then suddenly you feel this, like, hyper-focus for a moment. Um, while you're watching him, he braces his sword again. And then you see that arcane pulse push out over his clothing. And then he sort of moves real quick sideways, brandishing his sword left and right. He does it like two or three times left and right. Um, and says, okay, you understand? And you feel like you kind of do understand the move that he's pulling off. It's this extremely quick maneuver that he's doing. He's pulling off this kind of um, super speed somewhat attack that allows him to move extremely quickly in the moment. It's a spell that he's casting. He seems to cast his spells through the gems that are on his clothing. Um, but however you learn magic or do magic, he seems to be kind of teaching you this ability. Whatever the gem that you've eaten um, does um, allows you to sort of understand it and, and begin to um, break down the magics that he's using and then potentially apply it to something you're doing. He seems to be sort of showing you how to move quickly um, whilst also using your sword to potentially move away from things or move closer to enemies um, and also give yourself an advantage. Um, obviously, okay. you'd be able to apply these different moves in different ways. Um, and he says, There you go. It's a little uh, sandwalker trick. Yeah. Out here, you have to be quick. Uh, you said you found one of those spiders, no? Yes, I almost died. Hmm. Well, next time, you will be able to move out of the way of it, no? I tried doing some of his fancy footwork. Yeah. All right. That me, I just learned. Give me an acrobatics check. Four. <laughs> Four. You're like all messed up. Um, like you, you try and do it, but it's just like, you're just, you've had like the, the longest day ever of walking through the desert. You've been messed up from a spider bite. That's kind of, you've still got wounds from that. You've had the poison. You've then walked all the way from this place. And then you've had this one-on-one -on -one fight where he's cut you a couple of times. You've got a couple of very shallow <clears> flesh <throat> wounds, um, from this thing. And you can feel the exhaustion wash over you, but he kind of smiles and says, uh, Yes, a little more practice, but I think you have it, at least. I'll keep practicing. I want fancy feet like you. He, like, walks past you. Um, you see him kind of, this, this pulse of energy wash out over him again, and you see that he 
mends his um, outfit, um, and then another wash of energy as he casts some sort of healing spell on himself, and he stands up a little straighter and carries on walking and says, It's been a long day for me too. <clears throat> yeah, you remember this spell? It's called Zephyr Strike, like the wind, you know? Zephyr Strike, oh, I'll remember it. Yeah. Or Raja Strike, if you believe in old stories. They say he was once a mm, big shot warrior. Huh? He traveled with the god king before he was the king. All this. Uh, hard to tell what's tales and what's truth when all of your knowledge comes from passers and travelers and things. What do you believe? Uh, poppycock. Bullshit. I believe what I can see, what I can kill. I, um... Look him up and down, because he healed himself, correct? Hmm. Can you, um, heal others? <laughs> yes, I can. Would you do me a favor? He looks you up and down and says, You don't even know how to heal yourself. Well, I do. It's just been a long day. Ah. Yes, very well. Come here, but you owe me a drink. That's fine. He, I'll uh, walk up to him. yeah, he just rests a hand on your face like this. It's horrible. It's, it's a calloused hand that just sits on your head over your face. Um, you get the sense that he doesn't need to do that, he's just doing it. But, um, then you <laughs> okay. feel this, like, this, this wave of energy pass over you. Um, and, uh, he heals you up. Four. Nine healing damage. Mm. Um, nine healing, healing damage. I was getting healing damage. What does that mean? It means you're undead. Um, okay. You, uh, yeah, you feel this, like, wave of energy pass over you, the same familiar kind of sensation. You see the arcane sort of gems on his clothing light up a little bit and a wave of energy passes over them and then he walks past you and says you can buy me a drink yes yeah i'll, I'll buy you whatever you want thank you um and he stomps up towards where the rest of you are standing so you guys were probably standing on the sidelines um i or... want to say that i was like because there's like this overcast shadow uh behind the i, I don't know what you call them the knot mountain, the rock thing. Mesa, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My brain. <laughs> I didn't know what they were called first time I ran Dustfell as a whole campaign either. And I was like, they're like big rocks in the desert. And they were like, yeah, Mesa's bread. You want to do any oh, no, research? that's what I said. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mesa. And um, I, want, I want to say I'm in stealth. And as I walk by, I just pop out of stealth right behind him. I don't do anything. I don't attack him or steal. I just pop out of stealth just to be like an ass butt. Yeah. So. Let me roll a dice. Oh, he just smiles at you as if he knew you were there the whole time. Uh, he smiles and nods at you and then carries on walking. <laughs> as he's walking, I'm like, that robe is cheating, by the way. <laughs> I just keep walking. He <laughs> nods. Um, Suna and Bo. Roll me yes. another perception check each. 12. 12. Terrible. 10. High enough. Yeah. Every now and then you guys see a little young hand reach towards 
some of your items and belongings and yeah maybe like sooner you bat it away with the stick um and then there's like a giggle and they run away Bo, you're kind of wise to it this time um i think maybe they like they reach for like a pouch and they take the the thing that's in there and you're like haha and there's something else in there it's like a, it's just a fistful of sand I'm like ah oh. <laughs> you're you're a pickpocket so you know the ways now um and then you you hear them like kind of running away as they attempt to uh pickpocket you again and then i assume each of you goes into the um saloon again you didn't get rooms i don't think right you you were going to see what you were going to do and things like that yeah um yeah. heading we back first. yeah you guys head back inside there's still some lizard and uh there's a few other sand walkers in there you you each of you head in and you see that the larger form of of marwood heads back to where he was sat before but as he walks past a couple of the sand walkers they kind of jeer him and shout things at him one of them says uh beat by a girl and then another one says no nah, he went easy on her come on um they kind of like jeer him and shout him and laugh a little bit no one quite sure what the truth is um and then uh the barkeep kind of shouts over to your table maybe as each of you sits down marwood puts his feet back up on the table and sits back um and then there was that barkeep who i don't think introduced himself but his name is barkley the barkeep because i'm good at names and he um he waves over at you and says uh, do you want room or not that was amazing aura I feel like i Need to practice a little bit more. I'm a little rusty. Like the part where you clocked him right in the jaw. As they're talking, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> there was a fight, and I missed it. Yeah, no, you're too busy zipping up your pants. I oh. missed it. Yes, it was a very good fight as well. Oh, what a oh, time to help, take a fist. Uh, so, uh, what's what's the deal? Are we staying the night, or are we going to? <sighs> I think we should. I, th- I think we should probably travel at night, rest during the day. Uh, I think we should take a rest and then see what we want to do tomorrow, whether we stay for the day and leave at night. I, I think that it might be good to uh, get a... It's, it's been pretty pretty uh, long for some of us since sleep, so might 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 be a good idea. I think we should m- maybe rest for an hour or two and then probably head on out. We are racing, aren't we? Should we, we get gonna... some supplies, like a tent or anything? That's probably a good idea. What do you think, Sandwalker? Should we rest for a couple of hours and then travel at night, or would you rather travel during the day? He, um, he shrugs and says, eh, I can go, uh, daytime, we can go nighttime. Eh, depends on whether you prefer going cold or hot or Things that go bump in the night, or, uh, things that go bump in the day. I mean, that sounds like a lose-lose no matter what we pick there. I'm just saying, I feel pretty exhausted right now, literally. And, uh, I would love to get some rest before we head out, even if it can be something quick, short, whatever. Well, I, I, okay. Uh, I, I'm okay. I'll, I'll go get some supplies if, if we need that, and... Those who need to rest can can rest for a short while, and then we'll, we should probably head out. 
So some of you um, will be spellcasters in particular. I don't think anyone who's a spellcaster gets their spells back on a short rest. Um, I think it's just warlocks. So how does order... uh, how does exhaustion work? How do we get rid of it? Exhaustion you can get rid of on a long rest. Um, or, but not a short. Or no, or spells. Um, See, that's what I'm trying to get rid of because my fighting is halved with disadvantage. Yeah, yeah but then you'll just have it the next day in the heat when we travel. Yeah. Maybe. You, you uh, you, you, you will always run the risk of getting further heat stroked and stuff, but also if you're heat stroked and then doing the travel tasks, then you're going to have the disadvantage for that to start out anyway. Does um, it stack too? Does exhaustion stack? Exhaustion does stack, but this, the heat stroke won't. Um, okay. you just roll it for each day. Um, if you okay. have it, you have it. It won't begin to stack because it will just, you will die. It's just an instant and unfair DM kills players situation. Um, if you have it, you have it. And it just, it, it basically raises your chances of running into bad things more as opposed to, you know, slowly killing you, which would be realistic, but, uh, you know, magic. Um, in terms of what, like, the difference, there's a difference between a short rest and a long rest in the game. You have done a short rest. That was where you, pretty much you just sit still for an hour. Um, you don't cast any spells. You don't fight anything. Um, you just kind of relax. You don't have to sleep or anything, but you can choose to do whatever you want RP-wise. Um, but it's essentially around an hour long in which you do nothing very strenuous. Um, and that was when we did the hit die. You were able to roll the hit dice yeah. to determine... To, to give you some HP back. There's also a long rest in the game. Now, this is around eight hours long. Eight, eight plus hours, essentially. Um, most of the time, people sleep on this one. Um, but again, it's the same thing. You can't really do anything strenuous <clears throat> on the long rest. If you're out in the wilderness somewhere and you do a long rest, you can do watches and things. Somebody can stay up and check that nothing's going to kill you and you'd still get the effects of the long rest while the others sleep. Um, but essentially, you just rest for eight hours and that will replenish basically everything you have you get all of your spells back you go to full hp and you get um half of your hit die rounded up back um so any that you lost from the short rest you'll get back um but it's a long time it's eight hours so it's kind of up to you guys in terms of what time it is here in new thindun i think it was coming up to night time when you guys got here as in like the sun was beginning to set um so doing a long rest now is going to take you through to super early hours of the morning um and then you end up doing a bit of a blend of hot and cold if you leave straight away um so you're in an awkward position it's either short rest and leave so you can short rest use your hit die and head out or long rest fully heal get your spells back it will clear your exhaustion and then head out but you go out via day how uh how are your guys' spells looking? Uh, we at least need like those. That's meta, so I won't answer that. Oh. But I'm okay. Like role play wise, like I, I'm advising that we move at night because I feel like our odds are better. Okay. Listen, if I summon another spider, it's on you guys. So Well he taught me some moves. <laughs> and they point to Marwood. Did you learn? Yeah, I got oh. your back. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, if we travel at night, as long as we have water and a place to sleep, I think we'd be okay. 
I think if we just push through as if it were a very long day today and then rest at that first light, it's better to travel at night than during the day. Okay, but we do have to get some a, a nice sleep eventually because I'm already exhausted, so... If you don't uh, get any sleep at some point, you will just... Everyone will just gain their own, like, exhaustion thing. But I'm not going to be too crazy. I'm not too hardcore on this stuff. Uh, yeah, let's power through. I got to get some supplies. I got to go buy some arrows, so... Okay, well, would, would you like me to do that for you and then you can rest? Uh, that'd be great, actually. Yeah. yeah, I can I can definitely do that. How how much do arrows cost? <sighs> That's a good question. Uh, depends on the merchant. I mean, the food was only like what, copper, a couple coppers. So, um, I, I I give you a gold, and I'm like, I, hopefully this covers uh enough. I. How many would you like? <sighs> let's let's just shoot for. I'm I'm missing about half. Let's shoot for twenty. So, 20. I don't think I'll need more than, than that. Do you just want me to get the arrows, or would you like uh, an extra quiver or anything, or do you need a bedroll? All of that. Okay. Thank I'll, you. Man, you're, you're ahead of this. You're, you're welcome. I'm a little shaken up, because I've never been in a scorching hot desert before, so... Yeah, and I can tell you're sweating a lot, so... Drink some more water and get some rest, and I'll come back with, with some things that you might need. What about you, Bo? Oh, well, I'm looking pretty keen on getting my money back from them pesky kids. <sighs> Sorry. That's that's all right, but uh, I'm not going to go chase down children. I know. I'm, that's I'm, that's all on me. That's going to... You know, I'm not going to get arrested, am I? I mean, if you hurt children... Probably. No, I'm not going to hurt him. I mean, if you keep yelling like that and bring attention to yourself while uh, hurting children, you might uh, get in trouble. Ah, uh, yeah, no. But more importantly, do you need any supplies? Um, ale would be nice for the trip. I agree, actually. All right, would you like me to get you some ale? Anything else? Um... I guess I guess a bedroll as well for for naps oh. in between. Okay. One like myself needs some beauty sleep every now and then. Oh, how about one of those um eye cover masks? Sleep beauty sleep masks. Oh, I can oh, get you one of those. Oh. oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Sure, you're welcome. Is there anything else? I'm only making one trip. No, I think I think oh, well, I think we'll definitely need extra water if we can. Oh, yes. I'll I'll definitely get that. Thinking. It's good thinking. Maybe some rations. Okay. That do rations. All right. Anything else, Aura? Do you need a bedroll or anything? No, I'll sleep on the sand. It's comfortable. I'll get you a bedroll. And what about what about your bird? Do I need to get seed or anything for your lovely bird? Oh no, I have a, a, a lot of mealworms, and I, I reach down and there's a pouch, and I just open it up, and you just see a bunch oh! of fried mealworms. Pouch a lot of, of proteins. Oh, you, fantastic. If you I all ever a need a snack. That's disgusting. Well, I mean, sometimes you're desperate. I mean, if we get desperate, if it comes down to that, we can just sacrifice Bobo and eat him. Ha! Ah! Bun I'm doesn't mind sharing. There, you know? Yeah. And all this time, Bun's just kind of always hanging out on my horn. Just tweeting away, enjoying life. I'm looking at the bird. That's what we snacking bird. on. If they get desperate. Do you eat your friends? Uh, 
Oh, look, I think the children are outside. Oh, I'm gonna go try and catch them. How, how good of friends are we talking about? Are we talking about like just an acquaintance or like a best friend? Cause I probably would need like someone I really trusted, but I don't really trust anyone. So and as Boba walks off, I start walking off with him. <laughs> don't worry, I won't let them eat your bird. I just, he's, he's my friend. He's, he's not food. Don't worry. I grab him, they won't I'm warm and feed it to him. Right. Well, you rest up, and I'll go get what we need, and I'll I'll come. I'll be back probably an hour. That's probably how long it'll take me to walk there and back. <laughs> uh, do you need help? No, I'll be fine. Okay. Well, I'll be here. I'll just wait with Marwood. I owe him a drink anyway. All right. I'll be back. Aura, Mister Bun, and I leave. All right. Um. So. You are heading to the store, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, give me a perception check. 13. It's right next door. Um, Ooh. It's, <laughs> it's pretty Maybe close. It won't take me an hour after all. Yeah, yeah there's Oh, no, a... it still took an hour. Yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> an hour later, you find it. You walk all around town. Um... <laughs> And then you see it's it's just there it it doesn't look like a store from the outside. There's no market stall on the outside. There's no sign or anything. There's a there's a blank thing that was maybe once a sign, um, and uh, you figure out that you know this is an open door. And when you look inside, you can see that there are some items, a few things on the walls. Um, stepping in, you actually see that there's like a a halfling sandwalker that's walking out. He's got like a little sack. Um, he's tying it up. He looks up at you and grunts and then walks past you and heads outside. Um, well, good day to you, too. Doesn't give you anything. He's a gruff-looking little, relatively angry-looking halfling. Um, at the far end of this very small room, um, there's a very large-looking, but quite elderly-looking dragonborn. Um, white scales... He's got like very old looking what might be Sandwalker garb, but it just it just looks time worn and it's gone from like a red to a sort of muddy brown. Um, and then he's wearing uh, a very thick looking trousers for the heat, big boots, sitting behind a small desk. And around you, there is just stuff everywhere. Um, you can see that there are some weapons on the walls. There are some small bucklers and shields and things that seem to be hung up as well. Um, there is a full set of, like, plate armor in one corner of the room, very dusty looking. Um, and then there are rows and rows of mostly things that are, like, dried foods and, um, flasks and water skins and things like that that look like they're for sale, not filled with water. Um, but there is some, like, items of food and things here as well. Um, and then there are some drawers that seem to have all sorts of trinkets and items in it, as well as most of the things that are on the, uh, adventuring items list which is this thing from the php if it would ever show um <laughs> you um see the kind of old dragonborn kind of look up um and he says uh there's more out back if you want oh oh wonderful supplies uh, i have i have a list <sighs> perhaps you could help an old lady out 
Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to need some bedrolls, a tent, uh, a beauty sleep mask, rations, um, some extra water skins, uh, meal worms, please, uh, arrows. Am I forgetting So I feel like I'm forgetting something. He looks at you and says, uh, Exact numbers would be better. Oh, right. Well, let's see. There's four of us. So we'll need three bedrolls. I already have one. Oh, actually, I don't think... Oh, yes, I already have one. Uh, why not make it... How much are the sleep masks? The beauty sleepies? Hmm. I'm not sure what this is. It's, you know, it's just something you put over your eye and it's soft and it makes you feel pretty when you sleep. Oh. And you he, wake up feeling refreshed. He leans down and reaches around. Um, you see him pull like a, a bucket out and he reaches in and just throws what looks like a relatively clean looking rag on the uh, countertop. He says, uh, three copper. Okay. Uh, so we'll have, we'll have some of those. Um, I need... Uh, five days worth of rations for four people. How much is that? Five days worth of rations for four people. Yes. You want the good stuff or the bad stuff? What's the difference? What's the bad stuff made out of? Uh, nuts, dried fruit, which is old, chewy. Uh, we have uh, salted meats is better. And that's the good stuff? Mm. And how much is that? Mm. That will set you back uh, five days worth. Yes. For four people. Yes. That will set me back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh god. Um... Five gold. Okay, I have that. That's great. And uh, how about some extra water skins? I think about uh, one, two, three. One, two, three. How about six? Can we do six? How much is that? Uh, is one gold, two silver. Okay, I, I have that. And what about some mealworms and, uh, oh, uh, 20 arrows, please. Uh, arrows. Plain arrows. What else have you got there, Sonny? Mm. We have arrows that deal significant amount of fire damage. And how much are those? He looks you up and down. Expensive. Well, no need to be rude. You can just tell me how much it is. Well, a quiver of normal arrows will be one gold piece. A quiver of five fire arrows will be fifty gold piece. <laughs> the regulars just fine, thanks. Mm. Mm, sorry, got something in my throat there. <laughs> I told you it was expensive. Oh yeah. I think I'm having a heat flash. Uh, okay, well, uh, I think that's everything that I needed. Oh, uh, do you have any water spells or scrolls or anything like that? Summon or create water? Scrolls? Yes. Mm, no. Perhaps if you 
Head up to the top. The Chancellor will have what you look for. Okay, great. Uh, so, how much do I owe you? Mm, seven gold pieces. Three All right. Silver. Here you go. And I, I give him that. All right. Seven gold pieces, three silver, mark it off. Um, <laughs> he hands you uh, three bed rolls that look like they're designed for the... They're like thin. They look like they're designed for um, the heat as opposed to the cold. Um, and he says... Um, These are the ones, yes. You will oh, travel no. by. Um, yes, actually. That's perfect. Okay. And then uh, you see him kind of like, he takes a little while. He goes and gets you like what looks like a kind of an odd cup shaped thing um, with a wooden lid on the top um, made entirely of wood. He hands it to you and it's filled with what looks like mealworms. Um, he brings you a, a, a multiple sort of poorly wrapped um, cloth inside. You can see that there is salted meats in there. Um, the meat looks... I guess suspicious. I don't think you know exactly what it's from. Um, but it looks good. It doesn't look bad. And then uh, he um, throws the rag in and brings out a quiver of arrows. The arrows look pretty good. Um, the weapons and things look a little better than some of the other stuff as if he maybe has like a weapon supplier or maybe all of the sandwalkers that come through um, deliver decent weapons from somewhere or they're more concerned about that so he makes better trade off of it um and then uh he settles back into his chair scratches at his chin well do you think you could help me bring this next door it's quite a lot for my little arms <sighs> okay thank you stand up and he gets to his full size when he stands up and Considering he's old, um, and you can see that his muscles are um, beginning to, uh, you know, thin, he still just looks ginormous. He must be pushing something like seven feet. Um, wow. And he's a big, bulky dude. He moves around the side of the counter and just picks pretty much everything up in one arm, holds it, and then very slowly begins to walk out. He leans all the way down under the door. Um, and moves back around into the, um, into the saloon. Um, the other two, where did you go? Bo and Ellie. You went somewhere, didn't you? Or did you stay in the bar? Where did you go? Did we leave? I did. I, I ain't gonna let those kids get away with my money! Yeah. Oh, my money! Gonna hunt down some kids, okay. I was just following um, Bo, like, I was following, like, <laughs> ten feet behind Bo. I don't even know if he noticed me. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? You're trying to find these children that, uh, took your money. Yes. I saw that they were in the crowds as, as, uh, well, the, there was the fight going on, but I, I couldn't see, but I, I saw the crowds, and I saw the kids! Yeah. Um, how are you trying to find them? When you head outside, you don't see them anywhere straight away. No. But I know the smell of money! That's, that's a good point. Yeah, give me a perception check, see if you can smell money. Okay. My gold is scented. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a natural one. You can smell money. Ah, okay. Um... <clears throat> You can smell the scent of money. It's, it smells like it's coming back out towards the area where um, Aura 
was fighting with the Sandwalker, kind of just outside um, the gates. Huh. Well, I guess I'll, I'll take a peek over there. I'll, I'll tiptoe in case they might be there. I want to catch them by surprise. Yeah. Um. Give me a stealth check. Both of you. Okay. Jelly's doing it, creeping around as well somewhere behind you. Every shot is probably of Bo, like, looking in barrels and things as he heads out. But then, And in the background, there's, like, a very small LA figure following, hidden on a roof or something somewhere. Um, 13 and 27. All right. And, yeah, you head towards the area where... Um, you came into town, that kind of slight overarch to what isn't really much of a wall, but there is a vague kind of basic wall around this um, this hill that this village is, is built on top of. Um, looking around, you look out and you just see an expanse of, of sand. Um, but you can smell that scent, that really odd scent um, that smells so similar to, to coins and metal and things. Um, but it's, it's, it's more of a, a catch on the wind. It, it's maybe coming from a little further out of town. There's like a big mesa that, the same one that, um, Aura was fighting near. Maybe they're behind that mesa. Okay. I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check it out. See yeah. if these pesky kids are there. Alright, yeah, you take a minute or so to head over towards where that mesa is. Heading around this thing, you, um... You catch a conversation. There's uh, there's people speaking. Um, you see a very small figure um, just on the edge of the, the backside of this mesa, but you maybe duck backwards before you hear what the child has to say. And the child says, No, you ain't going to get it here. You got to go somewhere else for it. I ain't got any. Um, you hear another voice from behind the pillar say, Well, we've got other people in town, so maybe we could, uh, go and speak to them. I hear they're going with Marwood. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we could get them to get some. Where they headed? Back into, back into the big city or what? I don't know where they're headed. They look like they got money, though. What do you do? I'm stealth through all this, right? Yeah, you're literally just stealthing in Bo's shadow. You're right there. You <laughs> I the probably thing. don't even notice Ellie's yeah. with me. No. I'm like like in the furs and everything, just really close. <laughs> huh. These guys think they could take from us? Not, not by my watch. I'm going to try and take from the big guy. Just, you're going to pickpocket? <gasps> yes! They're busy having a conversation. <laughs> I think I, I think I could do it. All right. Maybe. Yeah, give me a sleight of hand check. Ellie, you okay. just see Bo start like cartoonishly creeping forward. Can and, like, I stealth away? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you're gone now. <laughs> yeah, and no. And instant transmission. You're gone. Um. Yeah, Bo, you you head around um the side of this mesa and. You see that these are two sandwalkers. You can see what looks like a very small, angry-looking halfling with a, um, a very thick black beard, very sun-weathered face. Um, and you see a, a very tall-looking human. He, this human is distinct in that he has all of his teeth. No one else does in this place. Oh. Um, but they're both wearing like the sandwalker garb, reds, um, wraps and things. Each of them is armed. 
Um, you head around the corner, and I think they probably quite quickly clock you. And they... Hey! Ah. What are you doing here? The smell you're getting is very distinct. Um, you can smell that it's not it's not money. It's um, you clear oh. your nose a little bit. It's just a terrible stench. The halfling smells real bad. Oh, well, sorry. I I I was here not long ago. I could have sworn I dropped something. My mistake. I didn't mean to uh, butt in on your conversation. Uh, I'm a, I'm just gonna go back. Uh, yeah. Hey, we were going to come and speak to you anyway. The halfling, like, walks up to you. He kind of moves oh. around to one side of you. The taller man kind of walks forward as well and leans over you a little bit. And uh, the halfling says, Where are you from? Ah, uh, I'm not from around here, that's for sure, bucko. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah, uh, good. Uh, you're probably from here, though, aren't you? No. Oh, um, I live well, here now, though. Okay. A little place. Can't say I've heard of it, but it sounds magnificent. Mm. They uh, they like look you up and down and say, "Where are you going with Marwood?" Uh. Oh, I think I hear my girlfriend calling me. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta bounce, uh, gentlemen. Uh, I, I really gotta go. She doesn't like it when I'm, uh, I'm gone for too long. As he uh, says that, I go like. I, I try to echo down, Bobo. Oh, that, uh, see, that's not so calling me. I, I, I gotta go. It was nice meeting you guys. They're like, oh, nod, they're like nodding at you. They're giving you like a quizzical look as you um, run back around the corner and like go running over towards where um, Ellie is standing. Flipping. I Naruto run that. I, I yeah, stay there for another second. Pure Naruto run over there. Yep. The, um, the two sandwalkers are watching you go and they say, hmm. You know, maybe I don't want them as uh, customers anyway. I think they're going to die. And then the taller one says, Yeah, we'll just let them go with Marwood. If he dies, it's no big loss, I suppose. I don't know where they're going. We're, they're very strange. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much money they got. Not worth it. Okay, we'll wait for the next travelers to come through town. And they, uh, they begin slowly walking back towards um, town as well. As you look back, they look evil. God, um, I want to kill them so bad. Yeah, they're not. <sighs> I say that out loud to Bobo, too. Like, <laughs> I want to fucking kill them, man. We should just kill them. If I knew you were with me, I would have done something with you, but I oh, thought I was know. alone. Can I, can I roll investigation to see if I can tell, like, like based on what they're wearing, how they're acting, like, what kind of person, people they are? You can roll an insight for that. Oh, an insight. Okay. Eight. Eight? These guys are fucking criminals. Nah, no, you're not too sure. But they're probably criminals. Nah, actually, then again, all the people here kind of seem like criminals, because that's what Dustfell's about, right? It's and just how kind strong of do they way. look? Oh, man. You take you don't even need any help. You could take them on. Easy. What are these guys? There's like a little halfling looks kind of old. There's like a tall, thin-looking dude. He's got all his teeth. He's never been in a fight in his life. Probably. I... Maybe. You're not too sure on an eight. Yeah, nah, you probably take it. They're evil, and you think you can probably take them if you really wanted. I Why like not? stop, and I'm like, it just deep in thought, real quick. I'm like, I mean, we could fight them. We could, we could try to just take everything from them. I got your back. You know, I've always got your back, baby. What do you say? Think we should do it? 
I want my money back. I mean, these aren't the kids that took my money, but these guys look like they got money. Hmm. Oh and I overheard a little bit on their little conversation. Seemed like they were trying to, to take from us. They were trying to rough us up. If they got the chance. <laughs> this is a terrible idea, nah. I don't think it's, we should get back to the others and see where see where these guys end up. If we see them again when we have the others, I think we should uh, get the drop on them. All right. I like the sound of that. Uh, I'm not getting a good vibe from these guys at all. I think. Yeah, the little one gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, the other one with the, the nice teeth? What's up with that? He brushes his teeth a lot, I guess. Have you seen everyone else that lives here? They don't brush their teeth. Nope, they don't. They don't even use mouthwash. Shame. How would you know that? Uh... You going up a... smelling people's mouths now? That's weird, man. That's no, weird. no, 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 no. I have a great nope. sense of smell. I start uh, walking away. It's fucking weird, man. Uh, I love how that was a switcheroo. Like, these two <laughs> innocent guys weren't plotting to kill you, and then you started to plot to kill them. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you guys head back into uh, the town here. There's no sign of these kids. Um, they seem to have completely um, skipped out on you here because you rolled a natural one. <laughs> they are gone. They're just gone. They're probably right next to you, but you don't know where they are. Um, Look, can I, I would, I'd be perceiving this too, right? Because I know he's now. I know he's looking for the, the damn kids. Yeah, give me a perception roll. Um, do do do. Nineteen. Nineteen. You can see that the uh, that the kids aren't here, but you can, you can see. You remember where they went um, earlier on? You saw them run behind that giant pillar sort of deeper into the, the back side of the town that you guys haven't really explored yet. You've seen most of the front area. Again, it was like mostly just like little homes or abandoned buildings. Then there's this central pillar where people seem to congregate. For the most part, people are moving. There isn't a lot of people here, but there are several people moving in and out of this giant pillar, um, mostly the saloon. Um, there are a few people going up and down the steps. It seems like there's some things up there somewhere. There's the domed chapel looking thing at the top or like the some sort of religious building at the top maybe um oh. and then there's a section of town that's beyond the pillar and the, the kids went that way that was the last way you saw them go okay um i don't tell bobo <laughs> all right Oof. you know there's a lot of people over there we should probably not go towards that area i don't know those guys are probably going to go over there and try to rob people who knows we should just go back to the uh tavern there's a big yeah probably there's, right there's a suddenly a giant dragonborn man sort of a, a huge um figure white scales he literally looks like a half dragon half man kind of situation um and uh you will have seen them around they're, they're pretty common in the sense that they exist this isn't something too out of the ordinary but he's very big looking although he's old and kind of crooked he's got an arm full of stuff um he walks out of one of the doors and heads around to the saloon and you see um, sooner follow him as well. You, you remind me of Ek, who's a tortle from where I'm from, by my house. Fascinated with catfolk. Yes, he was also quite tall. Oh, yes. I am not as large as my father was. Is that a, is that looked down on? Oh, yes. Is being tall a good thing? Oh, I was the runt. Oh, well, you, you're the tallest one here. So who's laughing now? Oh, no. 
He, so we see them from a distance. Just like barely recognizes what you're saying. Yeah, you, I think you guys are walking up and you catch the tail end of this conversation. And the uh, the big dragonborn fella pushes into the saloon through those double saloon doors. Um, Barclay says like, "Oh, you are here. Uh, what what can I get you? Is early for you? No, I am not here for you or the drink." Um, he turns to you sooner and says, "Where would you like these things?" Uh, that, that table over there. He heads over. Marwood gives him a quizzical look. The barkeep is giving him a quizzical look as well, and he puts all the things down on top of the, uh, the tabletop and then turns and says, Thank you so much. Good day. Oh, oh, wait, uh, uh, did you get a tent at all for us? What? A tent? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. Uh, you know, I'll go back with him. Well, I'll go back with him and I'll get it. It's okay. You don't have a tent? I have a tent. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, we're going to need that on our travels. Oh, well, I already gave him all my money. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. We're fine. Okay. Okay. He walks out real slow. Like he's, he takes like one step and then another. He's like very slothful and he heads towards the saloon doors. It takes like five minutes and then he heads out. Ellie just kind of walking behind. Slowly behind waiting him. for him to leave. Um, the, uh, um, the barkeep kind of shouts over towards you sooner and says, Oh, you must have uh, really made friends with him, huh? Sooner. Me? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I guess so. He was just very helpful. I mean, I gave him a lot of money. Oh, he must be smitten. He does not stand up for anyone. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, I shall have to go say goodbye before we leave. Or I got you some uh, more mealworms for Mr. Bob. He's going to be so pleased. I I got the mealworms. And I shuffle them into the little bag. Do I owe you any money? No, don't worry about it. Are you sure? This this has got to be expensive. Uh, well, I don't worry about these things. If I need more money, I'm sure it'll show up. Okay, only if you're sure. I I owe you something. No, no, no. I had just enough for everything we needed, save for the tent. I knew I was forgetting something. Drat. Well, that's all right. At least we knew now rather than when we went to go lay down and sleep, right? Mm-hmm. And at, at, while they were gone, I probably got a drink for Marwood. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You two are probably sitting there, like, nursing whiskeys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, like, probably just relatively quiet. Every now and then, he'll just mention something like, huh. So what is uh, what is forest like? All green or what? It's green most of the year. Sometimes it changes colors, and it's a lot more um, enjoyable than this weather. Uh, enjoyable. That sounds uh, not like work. But no, you can be comfortable. Yeah. He uh, looks at you kind of quizzically. Uh, that's why you're soft. I feel like Every time he says something kind of mean, it's like, Aura will remember this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, the uh, very large dragonborn figure takes 10 minutes or so to walk next door with you, Ellie, and then walks in and points at... In my head, I'm just like, come on. <laughs> yeah, he, he points uh -huh. at three, like, kind of long sacks hanging on the wall, and he says, Those are different end. One person, two person, four person. What's what's the price difference though? One person tent, one gold. Two person tent, four gold. Four person tent, ten gold. Wait. Okay, you know what? Whatever. Um, do you have more arrows or anything? Do you have any other weapons or anything on you for sale here? Yeah, we have weapons. Poisons, maybe. You want poison weapon or poison? Oh, yeah, poison weapons. Oh, okay. Uh, what are we talking here? Mm. He turns around and points at the, the wall. There's like a few different weapons hanging up. There's a few that are in like a bucket. Couple of crates that look like they maybe have things in. Um, he points and says, uh, "Somewhere on there is a short sword. I think it uh, has poison on it. Rune. Magical. Do you do you have any poison arrows or anything like that? No. <sighs> okay. What else do you have?" What else? What in weapons wise? Uh, see, I usually use a bow, so I do have daggers as well. Um, as you can see, I' a little more agile with uh, those. Yes, I am sure. Maybe you maybe you don't quick. know that because you're kind of you know you're larger. But nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being large. I wish I were bigger, mm. but yes, I can give you arrows. We okay. have arrows that deal a great amount of fire damage. Fire damage? Mm. And how much are those? He looks you up and down. <laughs> Dude, don't judge me. Don't do that. <laughs> judges you very harshly and says, <laughs> mm. For a quiver of five, it will be a hundred gold. Oh, come on. A mm. hundred gold for five arrows? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're really rare, huh? In this, uh, maybe in this town, but how much for one? Just one arrow. Twenty. <sighs> I place my fine clothes down in front of him. I'm like, okay, well, what if I give you this? Then how much? Mm. Like looks at them, turns them over. Mm. Not sure who will buy these. I am willing to trade for them. Mm. Not worth magic arrow. Is it worth the large tent, at least? Mm. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Twelve. He says. Uh, okay, yes. Okay, fine. I'm coming back for those arrows eventually. I'm just mm. letting you know. Mm. <sighs> and I reluctantly give my clothes away like, oh. <laughs> he, uh, he takes the clothes. You see him like wrap them. He puts them um, on like a, uh, an area where they, you can see there were some other like basic clothes, just traveling things, really 
poorly made tunics mostly. There are a couple of nicer made things, a couple of robes um, and hoods and things, and he puts them up with those and says, mm. You can get good weapons in the big city. Next time you come to desert, you should uh, bring them with you. Okay. Mm. I will do that if I ever come back here. This place sucks. <laughs> take the tent. Uh, I take the tent and I leave him a gold anyway. Yeah. So. He uh he watches you like walk out and then you see him like turn around. He starts to like fold some of the clothes and things, and then he turns back to the door a little bit as you uh as you walk away, and then you see him kind of quizzically think something, and then he heads over to the uh the weapons. Um. Sideswiping back over to you guys in the bar. Everyone's eaten. Are you staying here for like the whole evening? Did you say you were going to do a long rest? I can't remember what you said. No, we're doing a short rest and traveling through the night. Right. So you guys kind of eat some food then. Um, you <clears throat> grab your lizards and things that you ate or ordered previously. Maybe set your packs going. Marwood maybe mentioned some things about how if we're traveling by night, it's going to be um a little less it's a little less dangerous but the route you're taking is more dangerous kind of balancing that out um the things that attack you at night are a little different there are like night scorpions and things but there is also a significantly higher chance of like undead things um that might come out um but he says don't worry about it he he he's got your back um fabulous he, he seems confident um and I think like a few few hours pass, um, giving you the chance to rest. If you want to use hit dice and things, you can. Um, I don't know who's on what HP. Who's on first? Sorry. Um, I don't know who's on what sort of HPs and things. Um, I but... have most of mine. I'm max, I'm... yeah. I, I just yeah. need like three yeah. more hit points, HP points to get fully healed. Okay. So probably not, um, yeah, all right. So you probably don't need to use any hit die. Um, yeah, I think, uh, night comes and, and more people come into the saloon. For the most part, it starts to kind of get a little, um, filled up. You can see a lot more villages and things, um, coming in from closing down. Eventually, the, uh, the big dragonborn fellow comes in, sits down, at the end of the bar and uh orders like a big thick um lizard to eat a giant thing and just starts to eat it every now and then though he glances over at your table and i think you all catch that he keeps glancing over um at your table uh marwood says right if we're going we should go now oh okay that's that's i'm ready are we all ready I poke, oh. and I'm like, you should go. You should go talk to that guy. The, what? The, yeah, the, the merchant. He keeps what? looking at you. I'm pretty sure he's look, He's not looking at any of us. What? Oh, he's checking you out. Yeah. I, 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 I highly doubt that. That's very nice of you, but... <laughs> I don't know. He's, I don't know. He keeps checking us out, and I'm pretty sure it's you. It's definitely not me. He does not. I don't think he likes me very well. Hubba wubba. The bartender like said that, that, yeah, he doesn't get up for anybody else sooner. Well, uh, okay, well, <laughs> we have a we have a race, a, a journey, uh, but we have to save the world. We, can, we, we can have to that. stay focused. We can do that in two minutes. You can go save. We'll give you two minutes. 
Oh, yeah. I slide in five gold in Suna's uh, purse. Yeah, come on. What? What's that Play for? Play back a little. Oh, uh, all right. Live a little. And I stand up and I just kind of slowly walk towards the bar. Yeah, you head over towards where <laughs> this um, this old dragonborn man is is sort of finishing up with his komodo dragon or whatever the hell he was eating, just a massive plate of uh, of lizard, and um, <clears throat> he oh, oh hello hello again uh. Earlier, I, I gave you all my money, but now I have some more. Could I maybe buy your dinner for your help earlier? Buy uh, me uh, dinner. I, yes, I, I would have given you a tip, but I had given you all my money. Uh, it was I, very uh, helpful, very kind of you to help me carry all that stuff over here. Uh, it is uh, my pleasure, but I hate to... Uh, Tell you this, I have eaten already. Oh. Uh, Points towards like the bones of a Komodo uh, dragon. Oh, oh, uh, a drink then? Uh, very well. Yes, we can okay. get a drink. Uh, we will sit here. He points to another table, a, a two stalls and a single table. There's a candle in the middle that's lit. As they're doing this, I get Bobo, like, Bobo, you gotta come with me. You gotta come with me, man. Wait, I where? You gotta just follow me out. And I want to walk out. Oh, yeah. okay. You guys slip out almost definitely to go and knock over the general store. And that's where we're going to go to a break. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to a short break you here. terrible. <laughs> roll on my way out, by the way, to see if I can not be detected by this guy. Oh, he, he, you, you pass. He's, okay. He's yeah. very much looking at someone else. Um, you guys uh, slip outside. Marwood is kind of confusedly watching everyone just disperse as you were planning so to walk sad. out on the journey. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to go to a short break here so that everyone can go and pee, pee up a wall for two weeks. Um, we'll be back in a few minutes. I'm gonna hook up a trailer for something that we yes. that we release. Do you have the words? You have the words. I'll do the trailer. Sure. Yeah. Whack made a game. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's Harry Potter tabletop RPG, and it's free to play, and everybody should go try it out, test it, give him feedback so he can make it better, and it's uh it's to go along with a brand new Harry Potter show that what? we have coming. To table story Absurd. so yeah you can for those listening you can go to tablestory.tv slash waw witchcraft and wizardry is its name um you can download the rule set plus a bunch of like a character generator a bunch of stuff that he made for you um and you can join our discord to leave some feedback or or notes and uh yeah that's it all right yeah i'll play the uh the trailer that we made for it and we'll see you in a few minutes after Yay. this short break and we'll see what the hell you lot are going to do in this town um every time every time you guys go to a town and go to a store in D, &D i don't think i've ever run one where they didn't <laughs> rob the store overnight 
and we'll be back in a few I've minutes. I've literally never robbed any anybody. Well, that's not Either. entirely true. So far, never huh? robbed a, a store. Well, I haven't robbed one yet. Yeah, well, technically you haven't yet, but we'll see whether in you... character in the story. Yeah, we'll see what happens after the break. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dying Order, where the gang are about to rob a friendly old man. Um, maybe. In the bar, Marwood looks to you, Aura, and says, Uh, are we going or not? Uh, I think she's... Do I notice that... Um, Ellie and Bobo, are they just gone when they, I turn around? I feel like they've been doing this for the last, like, three hours. <laughs> they just keep going in and out together, and they just wander off. We just keep scheming, They come like back, children. they wander off, they scheme, and then they leave again, and they come back sour-faced. Um, no, I, I, I think she's just soon as talking to that nice man, and then I maybe they went pee. I've never seen that old man speak to anyone. Is he a loner? Mm, very much so. His whole life, I think. Is there a reason why? I don't know. I think he was one of us a long time ago. Have you tried talking to him? Mm. He has no interest in what I say. For some reason, every time I try and buy things from him, it costs a lot. I don't think he likes me. Maybe Suna's got a... something special about her. Hmm. Perhaps. Sooner. Yes. The, uh... The old dragonborn is, uh... He seems very friendly and very forthcoming with you. He's, he sort of just speaks to you casually. He says that he's 71. His name is Calvert. Um, and that for most of his life, he was just sort of a wandering pilgrim. Just kind of wandered from town to town <laughs> in Dustvale. Um... Uh, eventually he uh, he settled down here um, there was a, a, a shopkeep that used to own that store that he now owns and they were semi friendly um, and then when the old man died he was he just overtook the store and then just became the shopkeep here and that's all he does um, then I'm probably, because I'm a little nervous, uh, I'm a little uncharacteristically quiet at first, but once he mentions that he was a wandering pilgrim, I, my eyes light up and I just start telling him how that's, that's where I'm from. And I tell him about the Sewe people and how on the, the West hand side of the island, we just go up and down and we've, we've traveled around other places, but, uh. Yeah, I, I mentioned that and I talk about that a little bit and then I just probably don't shut up. I just keep talking his ear off. <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably very interested in it. And it's kind of like, you know, just two old old people just randomly yeah. talking about things. Um, you know, how crazy is it in Grindwood? It's so normal and everyone's so boring there. Um, how insane is Twin Port? They have that big thing that lives in the mountain that guards the town apparently, but no one's seen for years and it vanished. Um, yeah. Oat roast is wild because they've got actual fruit and food and that's my favorite place. Yeah. Bread and things. Oops. It's insane. The food there is so good. 
Um, but the dwarves are odd. Um, and I think you guys have like a decent conversation about that. However, <laughs> outside, <laughs> everyone's having a nice time on the inside. Ma wouldn't aura talking about how, you know, forests suck. No, sand sucks. Um, and, uh, and then there's just these two, these two outside. What, <laughs> what are Bo and Ellie doing? When they uh, when they head outside, <laughs> we, I bring him directly to the merchant stand. Um, hope as stealthily as possible. Mm. I know it's nighttime, right? Yeah, give me yeah, stealth checks, it. both of you. Fifteen. Fifteen from you. And Bo. Wow. Dang. Bo. It's your turn to hide in my cloak. Yeah, I think I think Bo does something weird. Like you're maybe not expecting Bo to to have any level of expertise in creeping and thieving. Um, but he falls in next to you as if he is also just like one of you, one of your crew. Um, yeah. Like he just knows where to step, what to do. He's quiet. He moves around, taking your letting you take the lead. Follows you to an area. You know, like. You turn for one moment and he's gone and he's perfectly hidden in a shadow and you barely catch him um, as he creeps along a wall next to you. For some reason, this old man has a few um, stealthy, oddly criminal-esque tricks. Um, <laughs> and then you guys, yeah, you approach this this store and it's a storefront. It's, uh, it's, a, it's just a um, pretty much just a single door um, and it's a square door and there's a wooden... Um, a pretty thick looking, maybe like oak door with, yeah. um, reinforced with some iron on it and, uh, and a ring pull with a, a single lock, a big thick looking, um, key might fit in. Um, I'm gonna use my burglar's pack. Yeah. Pull out the thieves to tools. Yeah. To try and lock pick. All right. Yeah. You can give me a thieves tools check. Um, you're proficient with it. I don't know if it's on your sheet. I remember what we did with your sheet. I got a nine. <laughs> uh, That's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you maybe pull out some, um, lockpicks and start messing with the, the lock in here. But there's, there's something odd. There's no normal, like, lock in here. Um, then you pull out, like, something that's, like, maybe a small, thin rod. Hey. And you... Poke that in the hole. Hey! And usually you can pull the catch up at the other end. It doesn't seem to work. Um, but it's wrong. This is wrong. There's something yeah. odd with this lock. You realize that the thieves tools aren't necessarily working because it doesn't seem to be what's locking the door, maybe? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, oh, do you have an idea? Don't talk loud, by the way. It, oh, yeah, no, no. I'll keep it. I'll keep it down. I mean, I, I could give it a go. I, I have uh, some fancy tricks up my sleeve, too, when it comes to lockpicking. Uh, apparently also uh, being sneaky. Uh, didn't know you had it in you. All right. I'm going to give it a go. Don't! <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I got a little too excited. That is a natural one on your thieves. Tool. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you, you, um, you get some of your own lockpicks you've got some maybe different a uh, different brand and you you put two of them into the into the lock and then there's a point where ping it snaps off it's now stuck in there and it's wedged in at such an awkward angle you try picking at it and stuff it doesn't seem to come out 
something... Uh, I mean, it just goes so horribly wrong that not only do you break your precious lockpick, but also it's now stuck in the lock. Oh, no, 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 there, no. no. Canvas, like, is there an, uh, another way in, like, a window or anything? Oh, there's gotta be. Yeah, give me investigation checks if you want to try and figure it out. Because this one sucks. 11. 11. Are you looking as well, Bo? Yes, I am. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Okie dokie. And... <laughs> please don't crit fail. Oh, God. <laughs> no! Please don't hate me! Hey, Ooh. 20. <clears throat> so, the um, the front here has nothing. There is no window or anything. There's just this one big door. When you walked in, though, you did see that there were multiple entrances um, <clears throat> on the inside. If you maybe head back inside this mesa, this whole, like, central pillar seems to have, like, a cavern network in it. Um, so, maybe sneaking through the bar will take you to... A, a back area that will allow you to maybe gain access to the the door that was at the rear of this place where he said there was like supplies and things to sooner there was another uh -huh. room in the back of this that you might be able to gain access to another way but from the front there's definitely no other way in other than this door which is locked weirdly and you've also busted <laughs> the lock on <laughs> all right um there might be another entrance at the back alley. We could check it out, but that might mean us squeezing back in the bar. Well, uh, what if you created the distraction and then maybe didn't tell him I was back in the bar, maybe tell him I'm like outside waiting for him or something. And then I'm gonna try and go through. Uh, don't tell him this right away. Make sure Suna, if she's still having a conversation that that's going well, but I, I, I could try to go through to the back and See about getting in. If you want to come with me, that's fine. But I'm not mm. going to make you. I don't know about distracting this guy. I think he's got his eyes set on soon already. Okay, well, let's... Okay, let's go back in, but we got to hurry. We got to okay. hurry. Okay. Right, let's do this. Yeah, you guys head back into the bar. Um, the the place is pretty full now. Again, it's like a... It's a, it's a, a pretty big area. There's um, a decent amount of people in here. The barman seems to be rushed off his feet. Aura and Marwood are kind of awkwardly sat next to each other. They see you come back in, they, they clock you guys walking in, and then you guys do whatever I mouth, you want. I like mouth, but don't say anything. I, I basically go meet outside. Like, soon. Uh, I, I, I do this. That was a it just, you can minute. interpret it however, 10 minute. Or we ten. gotta it go. It was 10, yeah, there was, there was, yeah. it was big 10s. You did the big 10s. Um, 10, we gotta go. Suna has her, her back to you. The very large um, dragonborn seems to be just enraptured by Suna's conversation. They seem to be deep in conversation, and um, the place looks pretty, pretty busy. There are three doors within the inner area here. There's one which is at the far end of the bar, pretty much next to where Marwood and Aura are. It seems to lead in the opposite direction, um, the other side of the mesa that you maybe want to be heading towards. There is a door that leads behind the bar into another area where the barkeep was shouting at someone previously. Um, maybe where there's a kitchen area or maybe it leads further into this place. And there's also a door which is quite close to Suna that um, you've seen people coming and going in regularly. 
as if maybe that's where the actual in portion of this is where the where the beds are and stuff but there's another door that's people just openly walking in and out the other two doors seems like they're closed locked maybe uh, Bo, which one is it there's there's like three ways to go hmm i think it's the one close to close to aura oh okay we got to get back there quickly then and make sure you're not seen don't don't talk too loud okay you uh, uh back towards the one near aura yeah you head over towards where aura is marwood is like watching you both as you walk past aura <laughs> you doing anything as they walk past your table i think since marwood and i are just kind of awkwardly sitting there like <laughs> i focus on them yeah. and just see what they're doing give me an insight check <laughs> oh, okay oh no oh no a 10. Uh, I don't think you know exactly what they're doing, but they're acting Ooh. weird. You don't know them. You've known them for Phew. one day, but they, even though they are, you know, strangers to you still somewhat, they, on top of that, they seem like they're acting a little weird, but you're not too sure what, what's going on. I mean, Bo always seems a little weird. Ellie's quite secretive. I'll lean over to Marwood. I don't, maybe they ate some bad lizard or something. They try to find a bathroom. I don't. Uh, yes, uh, perhaps so. Um, are we leaving soon, or...? Yeah, I, I mean, we're just... Hey, hey, Ellie! And I'm gonna yell over to Ellie. And I go... And I'm just okay. like, and I just I just walk to the door. Just shh. Uh. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I buy you another drink, Mar Marwood? Yeah, it's okay. Do I hear that? Do I hear her say that? Because if I do, I'm gonna toss her a gold and be like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he leans back and uh, yeah, you 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 a, a gold coin just lands in your open palm and you <laughs> see Ellie and Bo scutter towards the uh, the door at the far end of the bar here. There is um this door is closed. The it's not like a big barred door or anything like that. Um, but it does have a sign on it that says private. <laughs> I'm gonna stealthily try to go through. Just gonna try and open the door. Yeah. Me too! Yeah. It does open. You open the door. Oh. Um, and give me stealth checks. Oh boy. 10. God, Bo. 15. 15. Stop making me look bad. Yeah, you guys open the door and then just slip through the door and then close it quietly behind you. And you find yourselves in like a pretty long um, hallway. There oh. is, uh, yeah, there's, there's, it's it's dark in here, but I think you both have dark vision. Um, I'll have yeah. to get dark vision, right? So your yeah. dark vision kicks in and you see in mostly greys and things. Um, there's like a lot, it's like a long hallway. At the far end of it, it, it turns sharply left. And along the hallway, there's a single door um, on your left. Other than that, it just looks like a stone hallway. Like it was carved out basically and it's poorly maintained. Oh, straight on the to floor. the door. Yeah. All the way I'm to right the there. door. Yeah. Yeah. This place smells bad. Let's get out of here. Yeah, the, to door, the door. door smells weird as well. Um, the whole corridor just smells like kind of dusty and old and, and yeah. disused. Um, Moist. Yeah, you, you move down this hallway and up to this door. The um, This door's a little more like the other one. Um, it's like a big oaken door. There's like some reinforcements on it. There's another no. similar looking lock um, oh, and ring, ring pull on there. What do you guys uh, do? I want to investigate the lock in okay, the hopes me. that if I succeed, I get advantage on picking it. <laughs> okay, give me an investigation check. 
17. 17. Um, there it is. The, uh, this seems like a, a normal lock this time. The, the keyhole's a little smaller. There's a little brass lining around it that suggests that maybe the, the lock picks would actually work on this one. Give me a, th a thieves tools check with advantage. 18. 18. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty easy. This is a standard um, lock. This is something that you've um, dealt with many times. It doesn't, it's not a, necessarily the quickest thing, um, but this seems to be like a relatively quiet area. Um, and you pick the lock and the door opens up. And it opens up to what looks like a pretty small um, storeroom. Okay. I'm immediately going to search for the arrows. Yeah. You can see that this is almost certainly the storeroom to the um, shopkeep. Um, oh, and yes. not, the, not the storeroom for somewhere else or maybe the storeroom for the, uh, the bar or anything like that. You can see that the front of this turns sharply to the left. It runs along. Um, there's a wall with lots of crates and things along it. And then you can see the shop opening. And you're looking for the arrows? Uh, yes. Are you looking for anything, Bo? Give me an investigation check, Pocket. I mean, anything pretty and shiny and worth something, yes. Okay, 14. that sounds like a perception check. Okay. Uh, Bo, don't take too much, okay? Okay, I promise. You have to be able to hide it, and we don't want to, like... This is a nice guy. We don't want to make him, you know, go... Yeah, no. I'll, I'll just take, uh, maybe a few things. Twelve. Okay, just... All right. Let's a 14 see. for investigation. Yeah. And a 14 from you. Okay. So, looking around here, you find a few good things. You find um, five flame arrows. I'll give you all the deets um, in a okay. bit. Um, you can see that you find this. You know where they are. Like, they, they, there's multiple quivers of arrows. Um, and along the wall, sat above them, is a, a slightly nicer-looking um, quiver of um, arrows. The quiver's leather and it's got some inlay on it it's a little nicer than some basic plain quivers that are holding the arrows like the ones that you bought um uh, inside i ditched the quiver but i put the arrows in my quiver yeah take the four arrows out um they look pretty normal but you can see that the tips of the arrows have these these odd looking runes on them um okay. when you kind of hold them up a little bit maybe they catch a tiny bit of moonlight and you see that they glow a little a uh, little red um on the runes they this is absolutely the magical arrows um almost certainly the fire ones didn't say yet any others but that's what you would assume um yeah. you also on a 14 find the um poison short sword that he was talking about okay um do you want to take that uh i think i will but that's all i'll take okay. i'm just gonna call it at that and not i won't press my luck <laughs> yeah um, okay, so, uh, that is called the type, um, just add a short, Venom short sword, I think is what it is. I have, okay. I have a stat for it, I don't know what I did with it. And then, Bo, you find something really shiny. Ooh! <laughs> uh... Let's see here. You rolled a 12. Um, you find a, a, a big looking gem, <laughs> which, which is attached to, uh, 
maybe a circlet is what it looks like, but it's very thick. Um, it looks like it would fit on a much larger arm than, than yours necessarily, but there's a big looking like emerald in the top of it. There's all of these um, trims of what might be platinum oh. or silver running off of it. A little difficult well, for you well, guys wait. to tell in the dark. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like the type of thing that you would put onto a wrist. It looks like it's far too big for your wrist though, and, and maybe too big for like even the Dragonborn. Type of thing that maybe would go on like an ogre's wrist, you know, like or oh. a giant. Um, but it also looks like it's worth a hell of a lot of money. Oh um, my! <laughs> so you can type whatever you want for that if you want it. But it's a, a a circlet with an emerald in it is what it is for now. But what are you gonna do with that? What are you gonna I, do with that? I'm gonna wear it like a belt. I wanna be fashionable. Okay, you gotta hide it first. Hide, hide that under that mess of fur you got. Okay? okay, I'll put it. I'll put it under here. It might fit on the top of your arm or something Ooh. if you were to put it oh, like, like on the arm. on the bicep or something, depending on Can how see. thin you are. Um, um, but yeah, it's still I'll... it's pretty big. Okay. okay, we gotta get back. We gotta we gotta get going. All, All right. right. As we start to uh, walk out, I I grab that I um out of my pack. I grab that lantern that we found, the one that never goes out. Mm. Uh, I place it on top of the box uh, where the quivers were. I grab a piece of parchment. I start writing on it uh, the Thieves Guild symbol and then an invisible ink. I write, sorry, we took your stuff. We really need this for where we're going. Uh, and I place five gold down. Okay. Yeah. You uh, you leave those things. You guys head out. Do you like try and lock the door behind you or anything? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Takes a little while. Give me another Thieves check. Or Thieves okay. Tools check. 21. 21, nice. Yeah, you know how this works now. You creep out, oh, the yeah. two of you. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it to you, Ellie. And then, yeah, the, <laughs> Bo brings out like a half-snapped um, Yeah, this thing. ain't going to work. And then, yeah, you sit and you reverse engineer what you did before, locking the door. And then you guys heading back into the saloon? Uh, I'm Yeah, I'm going to head back in and go straight to Aura. Okay. And be like, we got to go now. Yeah, like 10 minutes later or maybe a little longer or 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, these two come back from somewhere where you're not too sure where they even went. Um, your Ma would maybe finish his drink and starts to look a little antsy and it turns to you and says, uh, we should probably head out soon or else we might as well wait until day. Yeah, yeah we can. We are just got to get sooner, but she's so deep in conversation with that night's man. Oh, I see. <clears throat> yeah. I'll, I'll go get her. I stand up and I just walk over to them. I, I walk out. As soon as we, uh, I don't know if Marwood follows us or Bobo, but I, I start I walking. bounce. Yeah. I, go, I go out with Ellie Nye, stay for another hot minute. Yeah, I think Marwood <laughs> probably heads out as well. Aura, you head over towards the table where there's this big dragonborn fellow speaking to, um, to Suna. And he like looks over his shoulder. Is there anything I can help you with, young lady? Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. oh, have I been? Have, I was. I was just. I was just telling Cal over here about uh, our our quest to save the world. Mm. Oh, but I we, did not realize speaking... it was uh, so important. It's, it's pretty important. Mm. And speaking of saving the world, we should probably get going. Oh, have I been talking too long again? I tend to do that. No, I think. I don't know. I, Seems like everybody's in a hurry, so we should oh, probably oh. just get on the road. Okay, well, I mean, it was... Okay, okay. Well, Cal, it was very, very nice talking to you. Uh, yes, 
Indeed. I hope we come back this way. Yeah, well, where you are going, there is only one way back. Please stop by again. <clears throat> he, um, he says, uh, one more thing. He reaches into his uh, pocket and he has like a, a wrapped cloth with something in it and he pushes it over towards you and says, uh, is a dagger. Mm, venom. Before your friend. A poison dagger? Mm. Oh. Oh. She she will like that. Thank you so very much. Yes. It will help. Okay, and I and and uh I also have some, some gold that I don't need. So um I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna pay the barkeep for your next couple of meals if that's all right. He says, uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, Cal. Is it too late to rewind the last 30 minutes? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> he, uh, he nods at you and then like he, he raises his drink and says, very good to speak to you and good luck. Be very careful out there. I understand Marwood is good at what he does, but mm, I have heard that he will uh, save himself before others. Well, that's okay. I've been looking out for people like that my whole life. Uh, you have wandered the sands, as have I. Good luck. Good luck. He, like, sits back in his chair and just seems to kind of look into his drink and relax. Well, thank you, Aura, for pushing me to do that. That was a lovely conversation. Cal's such a nice person. Hey, uh, were there any sparks? And I'll link my arm through hers. Well, I don't know about Sparks, but we had a very good conversation. That's good. Uh, Ellie and Bobo are in a, a rush, and Marwood's getting antsy, so... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I tend to talk for quite a while. Well, no, they were up and doing things. I don't know if they're trying to find a bathroom or something. I. Oh. Well, that's weird. I thought they were supposed to be resting. I, they went outside. Maybe the fresh air was good for them. Okay, well, as long as they rested, and I don't mind. I mean, I won't lie, Marwood and I do not have much in common. Well, in time that may change. He's very difficult to talk to. Maybe you could teach me some of your skills. Oh, conversational skills? Yes. Well, I mean, I can try. Oh, you know what? You're already a better conversationalist than my neighbor, Toby. Now... Mm. I can tell you so much about God. it. I'll just trail off as we walk outside. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought you guys were inside still having a long yeah, time. Oh, I, well, I'm walking, but it takes okay. me forever to get wherever I'm going. So, yeah, I'm just, that's where the conversation, I'll just start chatting Aura's ear off about Toby. Yeah. You, um, you head outside. These two are probably standing somewhere a little ways away from where the, um, the saloon is Marwood kind of standing next to where you guys are. He's, he's tending to his pack and things like that. He looks over and says, um, You guys need to get water now. Yes. Uh. No, they, you, the ones you gave us earlier came filled. No, they weren't Oh, filled. but I have, I have extra uh. water skins that weren't filled. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and, oh, Aunt Ellie, uh. Uh, Cal... Cal gave me this to give to you. And Bo, I'm really sorry, but I gave him the rest of the gold. I nod. You know, don't even sweat it. It's cool. He can, he can have, the, have it all. Yeah, we should get okay. going soon, but uh, that's a nice dagger. Yeah, uh, it's poison, so be careful. Oh, 
Okay, I won't. Yeah. Then he, I, yeah, I put I, it away. All right. Well, shall we get water then? Yes. Okay. Gotta make it snappy. Okay. okay. Sorry I talked so long, but it was very nice to talk to him. I, I appreciate you pushing me to do that, Ellie and Bo and oh. I was oh. I had a wonderful time and I hope we get to see him again. Oh uh, to see him make, again. I don't plan on ever coming back to Me uh, neither. Else, well you can come back, you live here. So Well, there's only one way back. Oh. We would have to stop at this town, I think. Right, Marwood? Mm. <gasps> well, yes. Oh, I don't want to say anything. It is uh, the end of a peninsula and then back again, no? Whatever yeah. you're doing at the other end, though, I don't know. I, oh, do you know, let's just go. Let's just go. Okay. Yeah. Are you two okay? Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We need to get you water. have the shits. It's already been, what, an hour or so in the dark? We got to get going if we want to be able to rest by... My uh-huh. okay. uh, I have the tent on my back too, by the way. So Marwood points to the top of the central um nicer where there's that like white domed thing. You can see light coming out as if the place is um occupied and he says You'll have to climb up to the top of that. I'm not going with you. Okay. Go see Straven. Why not? Go and see him. Well, I mean, why won't you come with? I have water. Oh, okay. Do we all need to go, or can just one of us go with all the skins? I don't care. It's just that I, it'll Who's probably take me a little bit longer to go up Send than the, the rest of you. He points at Ellie. Did you just call me? Did, you, did he call me a child? Are you not oh, a I child? think you probably are the youngest of us. I thought you were like. I thought I was. I thought she was about twelve. How old are you? I just ignore him. I take the water skins and I start heading up as fast as I can. Thank you, Ellie. Start running up the stairs really fast. Yeah. Give me an athletics check. Nine. (laughs) The (laughs) um. Jog. Yeah, you, uh, you, you start running up these things. Um, Marwood says, Okay, we're going to, uh, have to wait a moment. She can, uh, go and see this, uh, Straven. Uh, perhaps you should check your packs. Make sure you're ready, yes? You're all good? There's a very good chance we will have to fight creatures if we can't avoid them. Things that fly, things that crawl, things Ma. that, uh, uh, bite your neck. Don't like the sound of that. No, me neither. Don't like any while of it. We, while we were sitting at the bar or the pub under the table, I was trying to master the foot thing that he or the fast steps. Yeah, you can have I it. Just, can um, I try it again to see if I <laughs> yeah, sure. do better give, this time? Give me an acrobatics check. And your spells, though, I added uh, Zephyr Strike, which is a particular spell okay. that you can use. Um, Thank you. Yeah, give me an acrobatics. I got 20. Yeah, I think you pull it off. You, you, um, while he's speaking, you just <laughs> appear behind him, um, sword in hand, and he... Oh, very good. I've but been practicing. Perhaps you should conserve your energy. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I was in peak form for this. And I look out at the just desolate desert. He says... Um, 
How long are you going to be uh, in this place when you get there? What are I, you doing? I don't know. Um, I think we're... You know, it, there wasn't a lot of clear directions, so I think we're just going to go there and... I think we'll figure it out as we go, maybe. Uh, I'm not going into that ruin with you, okay? Okay. But you'll take us there, right? Mm. I'll take you to it. I know where it is. It's okay. very beautiful to look at. But that's about it. There is no one there. And that should be enough, I think. Once we get there, I, I believe the pieces will fall into place. Mm. Very well. Um, he looks up at the stairs where um, Ellie is running as fast as she can up the stairs, but she got a nine. And so it's not great. You just get tired about halfway up, I think. Well, I, would, I would also say, like, I keep running into kids or adults that are, like, sleep. Like, some of them are sleeping on the stairs. Yeah, you're, like, running up this thing. There's, like, a dude who's, like, you're, like, oh, fucking slow down, move around him, get up this thing, yeah. move up to the next thing. Then a door opens and you're almost, like, thrown from the side. And are you, you kidding out of the me? Way. Come on. Um, yeah, there's someone, like, throwing a barrel of piss out of a window that you have to roll out of the oh, way you got to be kidding me. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh yeah you keep heading upwards and upwards and it takes a little while and th these are big stone steps that you're heading up and, and every now and then it dips inwards and you have to move through another similar looking tunnel to the one that you guys were in just a minute ago but this time it's lit like a, a carved out section um you can see that most of these um tunnels lead to doorways and all the doorways that are on the side they all seem to be just homes where people live there isn't really anything else up here um you, you sort of walk past a few people who just look like they're always hanging out. For the most uh -huh. part, people here, again, they just kind of look like a, just a ragtag group of um, classic um, old western looking folks from some old western movie just looking at you wander past. No one has all of their teeth. They're in kind of like basic looking clothing. Um, and uh, eventually you come to the top section where there is this um white stone dome basically with a couple of um uh i think they're called minuets the little little sort of um towers um off the side of them but they look like towers that are there purely for aesthetic and not anything that anyone would actually live in there's a um an open doorway that leads into a sort of religious looking opening um and then you immediately see that there are sort of clerics and people moving around inside. But there's a small area in the center, which looks like an area where people might pray. Um, there isn't any overt religious idols or anything. Like this isn't a, uh, a, a church to a particular god or deity. It just looks like an area that people come up and pray to whoever they want. There's a whole pantheon of different people up here. Okay. And as you step inside, you can kind of... You get the sense that the, most of the people in here are just um, just old men and women that have come up here to pray. You can see a couple of kind of clerics, but you also see just loads of kids running back and forth with buckets of water. Um, maybe as you were heading up the stairs, you noticed that there were some kids running down and moving into the rooms and um, moving about like um, constantly pretty much with just buckets and barrels and kegs and things of, uh, of water. And there are a few people on the edges of the the dome here that are just sitting kind of um, cross-legged um, over bowls and buckets and every now and then they will cast a spell, a, a small glow of light from their hands and then water runs from them filling the bucket 
and then a kid runs in and grabs it just over and over again people are endlessly creating water to keep this um keep this town watered um at the center of the room um you go do you run in do you walk in how do you walk, oh, I walk in uh, as soon as i'm up where all the people are uh i start walking the um <laughs> the center of the room there's like a a pretty big looking fellow um another dragonborn um and the, was the guy earlier in the cave a dragonborn the yeah the 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 guy that sunu was talking to was a dragonborn but um, not the guy in the cave that bobo and i went in right because you um, said there's a big guy oh no no, no that was a human there was a tall human thin oh, looking okay. dude um dragonborn. okay and yeah and then a halfling a little hobbit um okay. yeah you you head into this um into this sort of semi factory for producing mm-hmm. water semi religious dome and it, it's pretty wide like it's it's not enormous it's maybe about 70 foot um across as soon as you walk in the very large figure in the center of the room turns around as if he was almost like he was expecting you he turns around and locks eyes with you as you start walking across the room towards him he cocks his head just, a little. Um, oh god, am I going to set on fire right now? I'm not supposed to be in here. It, oh god. it probably feels like that for a moment. Um, <laughs> there's a he's he's a big looking, um, thickly built again, green scale dragonborn, um, and he's wearing these um, almost monk like robes, um, but they're red, Sandwalker style again. And then he's like just big Aladdin pants, and around his neck is this necklace with this big metallic symbol on it. Which has the uh, the symbol of Nuthin Dune and also House Dawn, which is not something you know much about, but they are House Dawn. It looks a little like this. Um, okay. And you've probably seen this on a couple of things as well, a couple of walls or um, in indented or carved in um, areas. The uh, dude looks a bit like this. Okay. Um, big sort of green-looking dragonborn. Um, which and, I've seen uh, them so i'm not yeah. too intimidated by that no so. no no he, he doesn't necessarily look evil or anything he just turns yeah. around and, and catches you as soon as you walk in and, and cocks his head and starts to move across the uh the floor towards you and there's some sand here there's wind that rushes in through the um open windows that are just holes in the side of this dome um and he starts moving towards you very quickly um with his arms kind of open in a welcoming way not in a i'm going to give you a hug way um Approaching you, he says, So, who do we have here, then? Um, uh, I'm, I'm just here for water. I have, like, six water skins empty. Just... Oh, yes, of course. Please see so one of must... my clerics. Oh, okay. Oh, you run this place. Okay. Yes. I'm okay. Chancellor Straven. Oh, you're the guy that I, w- I was supposed to see you. Well, uh, yeah, Marwood, uh, said to see you. Yes. You know him? Oh, I know Marwood, all right. Yes. Is is that a good thing, or did, didn't sound too excited about knowing him? Ah, uh, well... He's fine. Anything I should know about at all? Because we're about to go on a journey with him across the desert, and... I really don't want to get stabbed in the back or anything. I'm sure he will not stab you in the back. But okay. 
He is a capable scent walker and his job, he does well. Good to know, good to know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I just gotta fill up these, these water skins. Hmm. How long will you be staying in New Thin Dune? Oh, we're actually about to leave right now. Oh? Yeah, Have you not we, just uh, arrived? Yeah, but we we, we want to go while it's cold out instead of fighting the heat. He um he walks over to the um side of the dome and beckons towards you as well. He heads towards okay. one of the the windows and points out towards the east and says, "You're going this way, yes." Uh, yeah. How'd you know? Mm. There's something out there. Oh. Uh, is it like scorpions and undead? Because we already warned about that. Oh, there's plenty of those. There's something else wandering in the sands. Of uh, like what? Dark presence. A, a big dark presence? Like a big dark, like really big. I am not too sure precisely what it is. Oh God. <sighs> I think I whispered to myself. I think the gods are fucking with us, dude. And that's <laughs> he might have heard me. I don't know, but um. He looks well, like he's just looking at you sideways out of his big lizardy face. Oh, I'm sorry. I, excuse my language. I'm not used to being in places like this. I apologize. Um, children all around. You know, disrespectful. It's a bad uh, omen to head out. Perhaps you should stay in town. Uh, we can't. Uh. <sighs> We need to get to a certain place by a certain time. If we don't, then uh, bad things are going to happen to us all. I understand. Mm -hmm. Well, very well. Whatever you find out there, do not bring it back. Oh, if, if, if we don't succeed, um, I don't think we're coming back, so. Very well. He um, beckons to like a, a, a young sort of half-elf woman next to him and says, Water for this one. He turns to you and says, Fear not, it is free. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Do you have any uh, advice or, for surviving this desert at all? Uh, any advice or any, any, anything you could like use to help? Any, anything. You are heading all the way to the east. Yes. Yes. The Are you reading point. my mind right now? Like, this is kind of weird. There is not much that happens in this town that does not come to me. Oh, okay. He, like, settles his eyes on you a little longer and then says, You are heading to a place. An ancient site. Yes. Uh, if it even exists, because we've been told it doesn't, so. It exists. Boarded oh. and closed. It, so you 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 know it's there. Yes. Oh. Of course. Um. And it's you said it's closed. How do we how do we open it? Do you know? It is not designed to be opened. Oh. It's closed for a reason. It is dangerous. It is something that I am not permitted to speak about. Okay, so dangerous. So so just prepare for the worst. 
by yes. the time we get there. Okay. So we have a dark thing and then danger. So it's just, we're just constantly in danger the whole, this is great. I didn't sign up for this, but this is great. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, hey, do you know the other, the other guy like you, he sells stuff in town? Hmm. He's very old and slow. Yes. Calvert. Oh, is that his name? Um, can you give him back this? And I, I give him the, sh- the short sword back. I'm just like, I. He got, he pulled at my heartstrings when he gave me the dagger. <laughs> and I don't tell him why. I'm just like, can you just give him this? Give him this for me. He's a really nice guy. Um, uh, yeah, so about that water. I think I, we need to get going. Yeah, there's like a, a a young looking like, and she maybe is about twelve. Um, cleric just filling the water skins up. She's maybe pa- like passing them up to you while this is happening. You hand the sword oh, okay. over. Um, the yeah. dragonborn holds it and says, "Do you not need your money back on this purchase?" No, I'll be fine. Mm. I have plenty more where that came from. Um, he um he like looks you uh, up and down and says. You are traveling alone? Nope. I have I have others with me. We have Marlwood. We have... Uh, there's three others. It's a merry band of misfits. None of us are the same. He, um, he settles on your uh, eyes again, kind of for a moment, and then turns back out towards the uh, window and says, The place you are heading to is known as Dread Tusk. Dread Tusk, okay. You should be very wary. Uh, I'm assuming something really mean, like that giant spider earlier in the desert, is just gonna come out. And it's, is it gonna be a giant spider again? Because that kind of messed us up. <sighs> you should hope for know. a spider. Oh, okay. So, okay, that's great. I have good news for um everyone when I get back. Uh, oh yeah, and 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 I start like you know it was nice meeting you. Uh, I might not ever see you again. I don't know. I hope. To never see this place again honestly but uh thank you for the water and uh the the merchant tell him tell him that suna it really made her day to talk to him and then i start walking out yeah you head out um the the old dragonborn is kind of like watching you as you head out you like pick up the pace a little bit and 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 i look at him he's still just totally staring at you um (laughs) As you walk out, he looks back out of the uh, the um, the window and says, Two evil presences. And then turns back, shakes his head, and heads back to whatever duties he was dealing with. I think back on the ground, you guys are down there for... Uh, a good decent while it's maybe like 20 minutes or so like the the journey all the way up and the journey back down before you see um ellie appear like out of a shadow near you somewhere um and marwood kicking his boots kind of getting a little impatient um says Ugh, time to go yes you get the water uh yeah that's what i'm holding in my arms this is see. <laughs> Perfect. I, I let people grab them out of my arms and no, just save me one. Save me one of these extra ones. So, shall we? 
Yeah, I am ready to get out of here. By the way, uh, let's just get. St- I'll tell you when we're when we're actually out of this town. There's some uh, uh, bad mojo, bad juju ahead. My bad. And my mind's in the. I don't know what's going on in this city. I just want to leave. Okay, I'm ready. I- I'm also ready. I start I walking ready. east. Did, did, yeah. did you did you get your rest? Oh, yeah, Bobo and I got a rest. Yeah. Wonderful. It's short. Let's do it then. So, you head out of town. It is getting cold um, as you begin to head out into the pitch black darkness of the, uh, the Dustvale night. The um, the wind, which was during the day kind of um, keeping you cool, is now starting to really provide a decent chill. Um, those of you that are um, that are uh, prepared for it will not be um, too badly affected. But you see that Marwood pulls out like a pretty thick-looking coat. And puts it on. Um, As he turns back to each of you, he says, Uh, It's going to get cold. I put on it. I have a dark cloak in my my pack. I throw it around me. I don't got any robes or anything. Um, I mean, I have common clothes and traveler's clothes. I don't know what those are. Whatever you want them to be, really. There's robes in that. <laughs> There's now a <laughs> thick coat. Uh, anyone else? Putting, doing anything to, to prepare for the cold in particular? Would my current outfit be warm enough? It'll, it'll be better for you in the, in the night than in the day, yeah. So I'll say it won't be okay. too bad. Okay. This is just to determine how, how low the uh, DC is for your coldness hypothermia checks I feel like I just tighten up my long robe and maybe pull the sleeves down over my hand a little bit and pull my put my hood up okay um Suna doing anything in particular I have a winter blanket somehow that I will wrap around myself yeah okay Bogu doing anything for the coldness well, other than my uh, my glorious shawl, I do have uh, some ale with me. Nice, yeah, that'll do. Okay, um, so you uh, you head out. You guys have um, travel die. Remember, you have one travel die. So I, I gave you a little handout in uh, in the same place where your character sheets are for now. That um, basically will give you. Um, it's an inspiration die basically you can use it this is a homebrew thing if anyone's curious but you can use it to um, gain advantage on any role pretty much while while traveling Um, Marwood says Mm. I will not get lost but I will need you to be my uh, eyes and uh, maybe one of you can look out for some food water as we travel keep our supplies up that sounds good how about uh, how about two of us are eyes, and and then the rest can can look for food and things. Yeah. So for your first night of travel, or your first like twenty four hours of travel here, 
Um, you've got about four of these checks to make before you get here. You're going this way, which is the um, through the mountains, through the rocky area. Um, it's much quicker, but uh, apparently more dangerous. Um, so essentially, it means that if you're you're more likely to run into a monster encounter going this way than the other way. Um, <clears throat> Again, you need to do your travel checks. So basically, between you, all four of you can pick whether you want to do scouting, foraging, um, or navigation. But navigation is, like, automatically covered again. The same thing, basically, as you, when you had to travel uh, the train tracks. Um, you have that with Marwood. He makes sure that you will never get lost. So it's only going to take you four days, um, which also helps you with the speed of keeping up with the race portion of this and maybe catching up with Symbol. Um, but... You will need to decide between you who wants to scout and forage um, to try and make sure that you keep your things going. Or, and if you want as well, you can suggest something to me. Because if you want to be like, I'm thinking outside the box, I want to do this thing which does something that I can't think of right now, then you can suggest that. But generally My the travel tasks are navigation, scout, forage for now. My perception I want solely based on the shit we're walking like I because I have dark vision I want to be like scouting for any bumps in the sand or you know the things that we already encountered and then the things that Marwood told us to look out for when it comes to like stepping on things yeah. traps animals. He's like constantly saying stuff as well he's like and you make sure that if there is a thing that looks like a person that's a skeleton a skeleton come up you know, he's just saying all this shit. There's all constant things that he's telling you to look out for. Um, so you're going to do scouting, which is a perception check. Foraging is a survival check. Um, what do the What do the others do in here? Uh, can I use special bullshit, please? Yeah, depending on what it is. I I have the alert roll, yeah. feed. Yeah. So, um, how can I use that with my perception if I were to be a scout? Mm, what does it do? It says you cannot be surprised while you are conscious. You gain a plus five bonus to initiative, and other creatures don't gain advantage on attack rolls against you as a result of being hidden from you. Hmm, that's nice. It will do nothing for you in the scouting department, though, I'm afraid. Won't even give me advantage? No. Damn it. All right. All right. That's all right. I thought I'd try. You said yeah. think outside the box. Yeah, I just meant if you wanted to do, like, some other thing. I don't know. You're like, I want to tame a horse, you know, or something. You could do that. There's always stuff that I don't think of, and if you want to do things that, you know, there's the rules of <clears throat> D&D are super loose, especially in my games, um, so I, I will tell you things that you can do, but if you do think of something that you want to attempt, or whatever, feel free to, uh, you know, ask, and maybe you can do it. This time you can't, though, PB, <clears throat> so sit down. I will always ask. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so you're all scouting? What's happening? No, I, I think um, I think I Ellie think... and Suna are scouting, and then the other were foraging. Okay, I will, yeah. I will forage. Foraging? Yeah, I was going to forage. forage. All right, you two give me survival rolls. Nice. Nice. Ooh. Nice. All right. So, well, a 23 and a natural 22 from That's YouTube. what I'm talking about. So, first of all, we'll deal with the failed rolls from PB and Pocket. Roll me d20s each. No. 18. 18. 
Nine. Nine. Maybe roll me another d20. Give me a skelly. No. That's terrible. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, hey man, as long as it's not a one. <laughs> we've learned the one on Brad's table. No. Not good. Twenty though. Ooh. Um okay. And then uh yeah, you guys head out. So I think probably like so we're gonna deal with um the night. You'll travel through the night. When the sun comes up and it starts to get too hot, that's when you put up the tents and you sleep, essentially. That's how we'll do it. And then you will move um, section by section along this map um, to the next part. For now, you're heading into this section during the first <coughs> sort of 24-hour cycle, um, the first evening here, as you head out into the uh, the cold. And it, it's cold. It's cold and it's dark. It's a very different experience entirely. The, you've experienced one day walking through the uh, the heat, which was unbearable. But you could kind of see everything. Um, obviously, you're very hyper-aware now that there are things under the sands, but you could look around you. You knew the kind of direction you were going. You had the, the sky. You had mesas that you could see around you. Even with your dark vision now, it's weird. There's, there's no natural ambient light apart from a little bit of moonlight, um, a couple of stars that twinkle down and give you an, a vague idea of some of the landscape. For the most part... It's weird to walk around. There's just a blanket of darkness and blackness out there that you're just walking into this um, fog of war. Um, Marwood, it seems to be pretty comfortable. Like he does it a lot, but he's he's doing that thing where he seems uh, comfortable, but very alert, very aware um, as he navigates ahead of you. The two scouts, um, particularly Ellie, is like looking down at the ground. There's a lump there. She's like, ah, there's a lump. And Marwood's like, it's just a sand. And then, ah, lump. It's just sand. You're moving in and out of things. Um, you do avoid... Every time I see one. Yeah, every... you just avoid things. Um, I think Aura and Bo... Um, maybe the two of you at one point are a little aside from everyone else. Um, you might have been walking for two or three hours or so, just in a direction. It's probably quite mind-dumbing. The cold starts to set in. You're just trudging forward. The sands um, underneath you aren't too thick, so it's it's more like um, that Grand Canyon-esque area that you're heading into here with the red rock. Um, there is there is sand and lumps, and um, but you notice every now and then that you'll crunch and head along some sort more of a rocky surface, and you can see now as you head further into the uh, into the sort of northeast, the there are peaks that you might notice in the distance on that under that moonlight. There is some uh, an elevation as you start to maybe move upwards and into what seems like it might be a more of a, a mountain range or a canyon range. Um, and uh, I think between the two of you, there's a there's a point where there's this big lizard thing that comes out, not like a monster, like a giant dragon or anything, but just something that runs out and sees you. Um, Maybe Aura clocks it, pulls out a bow and arrow. Bow runs towards it, causing it to run in a certain direction. Aura fires an arrow and you catch yourselves some dinner. Um, you guys have food. Um, and you have a, a meal, maybe at some point during this journey. Um, either you save it. I don't know, what would you do, do you think? Would you save it for when you stop or would you want to eat it? Mm, I think we should save it. I think to save it too. Yeah. yeah. So you probably got a lizard, a big, 
Big lizard. Some As they're like doing all this stuff, thing. I want to actually t talk to them. Yeah. Um, well, they appear with it. You, as far as you're concerned, they just yeah. show up behind you and they're like, yeah, look what we got. Like, slowly like, appear in my dark vision. Yeah. And then I planted like weed in his yard and <gasps> is that, wow, that is a very big lizard. That is a good lizard. Good catch. That is gr great that job. That much better than the nuts and fruits and shit that Calvert sells me. <laughs> Oh, oh, speaking I, of... Um, I got I got meats from Cal. Meats? Did, he said he had no meat for me. Uh, oh, it's oh. okay, man. You can have some of this meat that we caught. It's okay. That, that That's awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean, he took a liking to you. I Speaking of uh, um, Dragonborn... Well, Straven, that guy. Mm. Counselor Straven that you wanted me to talk to. Uh, I, I have to warn you guys. Uh, he did say that he saw a very large dark presence in this direction. What? Yeah, very large dark presence that we are likely to run into. And then when we get to the ruins, there's another very large thing waiting for us. I said, I said, like the spider that we encountered, and he said you could only hope it would be that. It's much worse. Oh. So Darn. be on our guard. Let's not just run into the ruins. Uh, they're locked. I don't know how you get in. We're going to have to figure it out. But we should probably take it, once we get there, take it really, really stealthily. Okay. Uh, and look out for giant dark creature. I don't know what that means, but... Well, I mean, we are racing. Could it perhaps be our opponent? That might be it. Um, he's made it sound like it was an evil presence. Well, well oh. I would say he's quite evil. He wants to take out all, all of us mortals. That's, That's pretty true. darn evil to me. I mean, some people we could probably get... You know, it's not the point. Uh, we're going to have to maybe fight him again. Just be prepared for that. Okay. Uh, uh, Bo, don't get too drunk, please. Just a little, just buzz. Yep. Okay. And maybe share later. I'll pay you back. Not all dark things are bad. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, but he specifically made it sound like it's evil. Not, not just dark. Like, it's a big darkness that is also evil. He, <sighs> you do what you want with it. Uh, I oh, don't yeah. trust anything that's big and, and uh, shadowy and scary. So, yeah, that guy is always oh, mystical, magical. Oh, danger comes to Nuthin Duna. Don't go out there. It's all secrets. He keeps too many secrets. He's too well connected, you know. Don't worry about him. We will be fine. Oh, perhaps, perhaps we best uh, quit. As long as you pace. don't, as long as you don't disappear on us, Sandman. I'm going to disappear. Where am I going to go? Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Um. You just do your jobs, okay? You keep an eye out. Yeah, I'm doing pretty. I, hey, there's another lump right there. Be careful. Yeah, that's fine. It's just sand. Oh, okay. Um. So, good eyes, though, Ellie. Keep keep it going. Speaking of good eyes, PB, roll me a d20. <clears throat> Fourteen. Fourteen, huh? All right. Yes, that's right. All right. Well, I don't know what that is, so I'll just move on. Because I don't trust. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I think... Oh, I know what that is. Oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. It's one of them. Nice. So... <laughs> what? <laughs> there's, a, there's a shifting of the, the sands a little while later on. You're walking along. Oh, um, uh, no, no, no. Suna, you're yeah. um, maybe supposed to be keeping an eye out. But... Why, why, why did you miss 
the creature which is coming up next to you right now. He's telling another story. Yeah, oh, 100%. I'm telling a story. <laughs> yeah. 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 There is um, suddenly like this this terrible kind of in the in the darkness. You... No, that ain't my stomach. Marwood suddenly turns left and says, "Oh shit! No, 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 no." Um, Sooner, you see suddenly rushing up at you out of the uh, out of the darkness. There is a huge, maybe nine foot tall looking demonic figure it's got horns it's got a big mouth with razor sharp teeth in it and a very big looking um sharp looking sword thing that might be a club might be a sword it's running towards you on big powerful looking legs it raises up this uh sword and brings <gasps> it down as if it's about to attack you and that's where we end today's session what? um <laughs> no <laughs> as you uh that's... you did encounter a thing but first early bradley i need a d 100 roll from pocket and from in fact no i need two d 100s from pocket and one d 100 from bisbee are we gonna know what this is about yeah this is for the curse that you got oh shit okay yeah. Um, let's see. Two sixty fourteen. Hmm. So let's start down here. Um Okay, that one and this one fourteen from you is No Uh oh okay, this one I can tell you. Wait, 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 why did I get two rolls? Uh, Did you steal you two things? Stole two things. <laughs> but I gave one back. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only curses work that way. Mm. Um. All right. Uh, Disby, I'm gonna message you yours oh. on Discord. Okay. Oh. Um. Let me just check that's worded correctly. Um. Oh. All his all his stuff all his money's gone. Regret? No. Don't ditch it. Right. I'll send you yours there, and then the what? The, yeah, just remember it, mate. You can add it secretly to your character sheet somewhere. Oh my god. Um, and then okay, this one I can tell you as well. Um, and you can flavor it however you want. Pocket. This is one of two of yours. I'm not telling you the okay, other one. Okay, I get two. <laughs> um, that's one of two, and the other one is a secret because it's it's my little secret. Um. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of today's session. I can't start the combat because there's no point. By the time it's begun, it'll be over. Um, Or we'll all be here for another hour or two. Or I mean, it might be over very quickly. Um, We don't know. We just don't know. We'll find out next time what is attacking you in the night. Um, But before we uh, before we depart, we'll do a quick round of shout outs. And see where people can find you guys during the week. Um, Aura, you'd won your fight. By the skin of my teeth, I feel like. It was. You had to deal a certain amount of damage. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but you did it. Yeah. I, you know, I wanted it to be more badass than it was, but I feel like I did okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. He is, um, um, yeah, he's like fast and less damage. But way more experienced 
than mm -hmm. than you in combat. So that was how I kind of went with it there. I was like, maybe she'll just roll really well and just natural 20 and just kill him. Never yeah. know. <laughs> that would have been sad if I killed him, though, because he's guiding us to this place. Yeah, he so chopped his head off in one hit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know how it would go, but uh, you did. You won. I did. With, with some style. Mm -hmm. um, some style points. Yeah. Where can people find you in the week? What are you doing on Twitch and things? Um, I am sorry I'm sick this week, but I am glad that we're on our way and maybe fighting my dad. We'll find out. Um, I'm joking because he has horns and he's a demon creature. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, I, I was like, is that a yeah. No, it is. <laughs> never mind. I'm. <laughs> I am broken. <laughs> I mean, it when, definitely it, is. I'm scrambling down the, <laughs> the backstory now. now like, why is he here? Dad? Where um, you go, Dad, and then I just shoot him right in the head. Yeah. Like, oh, Dad, it's good to see. Yeah, he's just walking up like, hey, Aura, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so my name is Katie Peters Place. I play horror games all month uh, if you want to hang out with me. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see if any. I hope none of us die. I hope none of us die. It's we have a really good party right now. Uh, very yeah. uh, the jive amongst all the characters is really entertaining. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. But I'm excited to. to I'm already. I want to know. I want to fight now. I want to fight the battle now. But I have to I wait until next week. So. Yeah. Well, you've got four days of travel ahead, so there'll probably be some uh, some combat stuff going on. Um, maybe enough to to boost you, power you up in time for the uh, the dungeon at the end of it. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It depends how quickly you do this, how well you roll um, over the uh, the traveling here. Remember, you have travel die that you can you can use. Um, for, can you uh, use them on saving throws? Well, you use them on anything to do with the traveling, um, depending on if there is a saving throw. Um, yeah, I guess actually, yeah, you can. One of you could use it for a for a saving throw against something like the heat stroke or hypothermia, yeah. um, because it gets very cold. Um, so yeah, you can pretty much use it on any of those travel, um, roles. Um, Pocket, where can people find you in the week? What are you doing? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash pocket. I stream video games and work on cosplay. I've been doing a lot of cosplay. Uh, tomorrow's my day off and I took today off because I was feeling pretty, pretty crappy when I woke up, but hopefully Tuesday I feel better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I stream a lot and tweet a lot and play a lot of games yeah i'm really good at selling myself what can i say um over here yeah no i know you feel i'm the same way i'm like yeah i'll do a stream um <laughs> <laughs> there you go pocket check, check out pocket on the uh in the in the links are in the description if you're watching on the vods or in the chat uh what about you disby what are you doing this week where can people find ah. you well, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash and I'm playing a lot of story-driven games at the moment as well as horror games and then doing some role-play on the side as well. So, so yeah, if you're into those sort of things, just come hang out. <laughs> and, uh, all right, yeah, we'll see whatever curse you got um, next week. Yeah. Feel good about yourself. Well, I don't know about the other one, but I'm going to keep my one that I know kind of a secret. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how would you know? Do they yeah, know? I don't. I don't think you know. Yeah. You know, you you can. You guys would be able to work it out, I guess, based on what you've got Listen. there. Eventually, you'd be like, "What the hell is wrong?" 
and you'd work it out. I'm not going to tell maybe. them that you gave me chlamydia. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't, you don't want to necessarily openly be like, yeah, we got cursed because we robbed that poor, wonderful old man. Um, I think Luna would kill us, honestly, so. Yeah, it's probably not worth telling that. <laughs> um, you really need a cleric as well to like clear curses, so I don't. You're gonna hey, have to figure out. You've got to figure out some way to clear them because I've not. There is nothing on there that says it goes away. You've just got to figure it out. So, um, enjoy. Uh, what about you, PB? Hello, I am Pumpkinberry. On? What? What you got going on? Oh, um, I. You can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. Uh, I also play story-driven games, and we're doing atmosphere horror and then jump scare horror all of uh, October, which is very exciting. Uh, but also, I do want to shout out, uh, this is the 20th anniversary of the Roswell TV show from 1999. And uh, I am Brandon TV, and I do a podcast about it. So I'd love it if you Ooh, love I Roswell. am what I am. Oh, God. I do what I want. That was a fucking yes. great show. It's so good. So if you uh, love that show, I encourage you to check out our podcast, which you can find at leavingnormalpodcast.com. That's it. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it for uh, Dying Order this week. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next week with uh, the main crew here. Unless someone falls deathly ill. That's not going to happen. We're all feeling fine. I also feel sick today. I'm sorry if I was like, I was, I'm running on very little power of sauce. anything. Um, yeah, yeah, I used all <laughs> of my energy on my own stupid stream. And then I was like, oh no. Um uh so yeah we'll be back next week full full power um and uh thanks for watching remember to to check out all of our other shows on table story we do all sorts of different games throughout the week with all sorts of different casts tomorrow is an anime basically called zero blue orion and pumpkin berries in that aren't you yes i am so am i i play i play a a bastard (laughs) (laughs) he's got a heart of gold okay (laughs) all right well, thanks very much for uh, for hanging out. If you check out the Patreon, you can submit NPCs now. We have a tier on Patreon to submit NPCs to uh, to our various shows, and that is now open for this show. If you want to submit an NPC for it, then head on over to there and check it out, the Patreon, fill out the form and things and stuff. Okay, I'm going straight to bed. Thanks for watching. Bye. Thanks for playing, players. Bye. Bye.